back everybody to rhodium radio episode 141 i almost said 131 because i was a little confused for some reason but 141 is going by really really fast and before i introduce my uh special guest um i got a couple of announcements i want to make once again some of you have been hitting me up for the ads i send you the info um you know you got you could contact us or look at all the info at documentary forward slash ads all your emails i've been reading them and I know many of you want to buy ads, but you want to pick and choose uh, when, you know, you can we can place your ad. We don't do it that way. We just give a date and we place your ads during the commercial breaks, during the road and radio podcast. So that's probably about the issue that we've been having. A lot of people want to pick and choose what episodes, but we don't do that. We take all your ads and we place them on a certain date. Believe me, we want you to get your money's worth. So uh, the, the cutoff time for the day of meaning if you want your ad like on a sunday it's got to be before four o'clock uh, one of you guys just hit me up about 30 minutes ago can you place my ad can't do that cut off time is four o'clock once again all the information is there documentary.com if you guys want to buy merch you guys want to buy hats you guys want to buy digital downloads of the mixtapes you guys want to buy hard copies of the mixtapes and once again just an update on the documentary blu-ray now that things are opening back up, our shop is going to start printing them. We had an issue with it because they were closed down because they had too many people working in the building. So they had to shut the building down. They had finished the artwork, but they didn't press up the DVDs or should I say the Blu-rays. But other than that, uh, Freaky Tales will not be on this Friday coming up, but it'll be the next Friday. So two weeks from now, for those of you that have uh, subscribed to Freaky Tales. Um, once again, I want to thank everybody who's on the live chat. I want to thank all the Rodian Radio Warriors. I want to thank everybody who's liked, comment, subscribed. Uh, we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you. And I truly want to thank you for being a part of the show and making this show happen because this is the platform that gives you guys a voice. So without further ado, please allow me to introduce my special guest of the night, Mr. D. What's up, everybody? How's it going? Thank you for having me, by the way. Oh, man, you know what? It's a pleasure to have you here, man. You know what? You know what I liked? Uh, uh, first of all, you showed up early. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. You showed up early. And yeah. another thing is, when I told, when I, when I saw you, I go, for some reason, you look like I know you from somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Maybe a past life, you know? Possibly. You kind of look Egyptian. People have said, I look <laughs> yeah. Maybe we used to build the pyramids back in the day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. So anyways, man, you know what? Let me ask you this. Uh, today's Sunday. 
I usually like to talk about football because I'm a big time football guy. By the way, everybody, I put up a, sh a picture today. I, they think it was like 1993 and I was wearing a Chicago Bears hat. Everywhere I traveled, I always bought a hat. If I went to Atlanta, I bought a hat. If I went to Frisco, I bought a San Francisco hat. Yeah. Just because that was like my thing, I bought a hat everywhere I went. Mm. So I posted up this throwback picture of myself. Everybody mm. goes, hey man, I thought you were a Cowboys fan. Why are you going to Chicago? I'm a Cowboys fan. I just wanted to clear that up. Yeah, okay. yeah. So today is Sunday, brother. How was your weekend going? Let's start back from Friday. What did you do Friday, Saturday, and Sunday? Shit, started on Friday. I was trying to write music. That oh, was shit. the main thing I was trying to do, you know. Um, I was trying to figure out how I can, you know, make this, you know, rhyme with that. You know what I mean? Just building up a song because that's what everybody wants right now. And I'm just like, damn. I got an interview. I got to get some money on Saturday. Then I'm trying to write on Friday. You right, know, right, it's right. just... I was trying to balance it, you know, but... I don't know. I, I, I came up with one verse, you know, that was the best. I was telling you about it, you know. Right. I was like, oh, you know. I was probably gonna bust it out right now, but I couldn't remember it. You know, it was just. <laughs> well, you know what, man? Uh, here's a t so pretty much your weekend was pretty much just writing, correct? Yeah, yeah. Okay, and I remember because when I was your age, um, and I, and I shared this plenty of times. I had homies like, "Hey, man, I got a Momo. We got some girls. We got some forties. Let's roll." Hell no. My whole thing was, if it wasn't on the turntable, it was on the drum machine. I had to get yeah. my shit right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I I, I didn't want to go out partying and celebrating before I got my shit right. You know, I mean, I drink a 40 at home, turn on the, turn on a strobe light and be fucking on the drum machine and shit, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. but, um, one thing about you that people may know and then the people that may be tuning in and are not sure who you are, I want to share, share something. There is a big buzz about you on the streets about you don't have music out there, but in a sense you have it music or videos out that people have seen mm -hmm. that have created such a huge street buzz that you have fans yeah. now that's rarely seen at least in my opinion that somebody could say hey man do you have anything on spotify nope you don't have nothing on none of the platforms nope but i got stuff on my instagram and my youtube yeah yeah and really that's it yep and you have such a big buzz and that's that's a good thing yeah that's a really really good thing so that's kind of a mystery that people have been asking what does he have out you got to tune in and find out you know and all your videos i looked on your instagram they're all like 24 25 26 000 views yeah. you know <laughs> that's crazy. a good thing yeah, yeah it's, crazy. it's crazy and your page is private that's the crazy yeah. part <laughs> yeah they tell me all the time it's like how, how do you do it and how do you even get people to even follow you i'm just like i don't know you know whatever attracts it attracts it you know if it's gold, you know, it will sell it itself. It will sell it much. itself. You, you know, know, you know, one thing, looking at your page, hearing you rap, um, I read this a long time ago, and I believe I could use this in your case. Whenever there's a fire, if there's a fire down the street, mm. everybody's going to see it. Yeah. Okay. I don't have to make flyers and post them up on the tree and say, look, everybody, there's a fire. Yeah, yeah. People see it. Yeah. I don't have, I don't have to announce it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And right now, your page, your music, your videos, it's fire and people are seeing it, you know? So what I said was like, let me reach out to this guy, you know, cause I want to shine light on this guy. Mm -hmm. I think this guy can go uh, uh, to the next level, you know? Like for an example, if you can kind of shed a little bit of light, what are people saying to you? Like what are some of the, some of the props or some of the comments that you're getting, you know, as far as your music? Uh, 
I mean, I guess the the best compliment that I got was uh, being on a level similar to Tupac. You know what I mean? And and it was and it's not necessarily about the songwriting part. It's mainly like the cadence. You know what I mean? Like um, the way I structure my my lyrics. You know what I mean? Like people are like, oh, you know, that's poetry. You know, like that sounds like Pac. Sounds like this. And I'm just like, well, I mean. I guess I mean that's that's like that's a good compliment I guess but I mean the best one that I'm that I'm hoping I get is well you know like damn I wasn't expecting that you know that's what I want to hear you know but most people they'll be like oh yeah you know I thought he'd say that <laughs> yeah you, you, <laughs> you, know? you know I'm gonna say this and I've only said this I've done you're the episode 141 mm -hmm. and I would say that maybe four people that have been on here that whenever I posted up their uh, flyer on my Instagram, mm -hmm. Facebook, and even on the community on YouTube, there's only a few people that have never gotten any negative comments. And you were one of them. <laughs> not, really? Honestly, not one negative comment. The, the, the last one that I could remember is a guy named Duende, raps, uh, uh, raps English and Spanish from yeah. Las Vegas. Yeah. Okay. Nobody said anything about him. Everybody was like, wow, that guy, you know, is dope. That guy, this. Yeah. With yours, the comments were all the next one to blow, uh, uh, his fire, bars, fucking dope. And it was just like compliment after compliment after compliment and uh, DMs and inboxes, you know, telling me that he's the next one. Uh, uh, thank you for putting him on. Thank you for shining light. You know, uh, uh, let's push him. Like, you really have people behind you right now and, and let me tell you something and I, i'm 100 when i say this i'm not one to gas anybody up because i don't sit here and lie to people i've been in this game for such a long time and i've known people that were very very talented and i thought i thought that they were going to be possibly going to take this game to the next level but they didn't have the right head on their shoulders mm -hmm. and within months that 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 fame if you will that popularity it, it died down because they didn't have a good head on their shoulders. You know, so throughout this interview, if I can give you or pass along some nuggets or uh, of wisdom and you can apply, you know, uh, yourself to them, you know what? Uh, 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 I hope you do. And I hope, you know, you succeed and you go places, you know, because ultimately that's what this platform is created for to shine light, especially on young artists like yourself. Now, you know, um, let, let, let me ask you this. Uh, where originally are you from? Like, where did you grow up at? Uh, I grew up in North Hollywood in the San Fernando Valley. Okay, okay. And you, you, you pretty much been there your whole life? Uh, I moved there, but it was pretty much the whole, my whole life I was been there, you know. Um, pretty much learned the, what the definition of concrete was, you know, in that city, you know? Yeah, yeah, okay. I know a lot of people from out there, man. Uh, you come from a big family, like you have a lot of brothers and sisters? I actually don't. I, my family's relatively small, you know, just, uh, say like, like the average household, you know, like, you know, okay. mom and dad, you know, one sister here, you know, that's it. Okay, okay. And, and now let me ask you this, because this is the question that I ask everyone. Mm. And I myself learn a lot from this question, uh, from the artist. Uh, Grow, growing up at home with your mother and your father, like what type of music would your mother, what type of music would your father play as a kid growing up? Oh, uh, see, I got everything from either my mom or my dad, but I feel like I got it from my dad. Um, see, my dad was, uh, well, he still is, you know, he's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's, uh, 
he's heavy in rock, you know, and okay. um, you know, me being the like the the type that always tries to like, you know, like oh, I like how that sounds, so let me you know try to see what else they got, you know, kind of led me to other artists, you know, and I just slowly started growing from rock. I started from rock, you know, and fucking, um, he started playing some eighties music, you know, which was Rodney O. Right. And then he started playing JJ Fad, you know, and run DMC, you know, you know, people like that. And I'm just like, damn, like, what is this? You know, it <laughs> sounds exactly what music has to sound like, you know, like it just sounds genuine, you know? Yeah. So going to my mom, she, she gave me a similar experience, except it was in Spanish, you know? So it was one artist that stood out to me was Juan Gabriel. Oh, hell know? yeah. And that was one person I vowed to not be if I ever drank. <laughs> You know, I was like, you know, it's, he's a great artist. Don't get me wrong, yeah, you know, because yeah. my mom said so many tears, you know, and just, you know, that's that's where I learned the 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 meaning of music. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the the power someone has just by singing something onto a rhythm. You know what I mean? And it's just like, damn, people actually can relate to it. They can, you know actually feel like damn you know they're they're grabbing me you know and they're like fuck i can't breathe you know right that's that's the effect that i like giving people you know and it's crazy to even say i didn't really think about it but i guess a lot of my my origins my roots really come from my mom and my pops you know and it's just it's crazy and, and you know what and i can see it i can see it i know eventually we'll get into your music but i can see it and uh you, you know you mentioned your mom's you know juan Gabriel, that um that she liked my mom that was her favorite singer as well mm -hmm. and i was thankful that before my mom passed away she actually went to go see him in concert I actually met him you know at, at her funeral you know uh we actually even played some music of his you know because that was like that was the dude right there he was like i like to say that he was like our michael jackson if you will yeah you yeah know? so yeah. and but now you you talked about rodney o you talked about uh Run DMC, talked about JJ Fad. I did in 1988. I did a mixtape with JJ Fad. So yeah, called '88 Booming Bass, and um, I was in the studio when they recorded. Uh -huh. So I, I'm a I'm an old fool from the old school, you know. And Rodney O, I interviewed him here. I interviewed his DJ, a slash producer, Joe Cooley, mm -hmm. and his new DJ that ended up becoming his DJ was a guy named Sir Jinx, which is Dr. Dre's cousin. I interviewed him here as well mm. so i've been blessed and fortunate to have met all of those guys i like having uh conversations with the next generation yeah. because not only do i get to share with them but i also uh get to learn from you guys as well you know so um so your dad obviously a lot of old school a lot of rock like, like give me some if you can maybe some songs or some maybe some rock bands that he used to listen to um one song that really stood out to me was um don't fear the reaper that was like damn that cowbell you know <laughs> like she was going crazy right 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 you know and um uh, another one was a, a couple songs from boston you know okay. and um a couple less zeppelin songs you know and um prince oh. yeah I, I know it's not rock i know it's not entirely rock but i gotta give it to that you know like I gotta give it to my dad for that one, you know. Um, right. He laced me up with that one, you know. Prince right there was the, I guess it was the stepping stone in the music for me, you know, because yeah. once I started putting the pieces together from, you know, when Doves cried, it's like, damn, that's it, you know. You know, I got to see him 
uh, when that movie Purple Rain came out. I forgot what year it was. I want to say 85, 86, but I got to uh -huh. see him live in person. Yeah. Everybody here knows on Rodian Radio that Prince is like my dude. Because yeah. I brag a lot about that dude. I just love his music. And I mean, not only was he, could he play over 27 different instruments, him, this guy made movies. He sold out tours. Yeah. And this guy was fucking amazing, you know. This guy can dress like, you know, like a girl and steal your girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, that's just the way he was. He had it like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, uh, this guy was so, so fucking dope. And I remember when I landed in Denver the year that he died, I was, I was going out to do an event mm. and somebody texted me, Prince just died. And I was like, what the fuck? You know, turn on the radio and they announced it. And it fucked up my whole day. I miss that guy, believe it or not, more than I do uh, Michael Jackson. You know, Damn. and I'm a huge fan of both of them, you yeah. know. But you mentioned uh, um, Led Zeppelin. I fucking love Led Zeppelin. People that don't know rock music, they think that when they, when they hear rock, that it's all yelling and it's all worshiping the devil. <laughs> Ew, no, and it's no. nothing like that. Yeah, it's not. It's nothing like that, man. Uh, for those of you guys, if you guys, I'll give you one popular song. Uh, if you guys want to hear Led Zeppelin, it's one song called uh, Cashmere. Oh my God, it's, it feels like like an orchestra and the way he's fucking singing. I don't know, I'm not even going to say Stay Away to Heaven because you guys should know that song already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but there's just so many, so many dope songs. I'm a huge uh, Doors fan. I love The Doors. Okay. I love Jim Morrison. Uh, um, Black Sabbath, you know, Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah, yeah, of course. You know, uh, ACDC. Yeah, yeah. Some dope shit, man. You know, back... My bad. No, I just wanted it. to say, Black Sabbath, that's... That right there is my favorite band. You know, um... Uh, fuck, what's that song called? Um, uh, Paranoid? That one. That one's tight. But there's another one. Um, It has this, the title Young in it. Okay. Uh, I forgot it right now. Um, we'll Google it after. <laughs> It's, it's 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 one of those songs that you put in the gym you're just like damn i'm invincible right now it's just like yeah. damn you know that's that's damn i gotta give it to those people man it's like damn i want to make music like that you know that's 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 where i get my inspiration of people were rendering you know like i get people you know like from back then you know like yeah. the ones that were really driven you know for that you know because when they put out tracks like that it's like I got to do something like that too, you know? Yeah. I can't just put out something to be, you know, like, it's just words, you know? Yeah. I want I want energy behind it, you know? And, and I'm glad you're saying that because people that put their heart, sweat, and tears into their music, and most of all, I like to say passion. Yeah. You know, because a lot of Spanish music has passion. I mean, sometimes, yeah. it, like, oh, for yeah. example, if there's a meme that has... Uh, somebody playing Vicente Fernandez and then tequila and then you're crying. Yeah. You know, <laughs> there's a lot of passion behind it. Yeah, yeah. Tupac put a lot of passion behind it. Yeah. There's a lot of rock bands that put a lot of passion behind it. Yeah. And their music still lives on. Yeah. So really what you're saying, your foundation when it came to music, it's that that foundation of people that made hits of songs that last forever. Yeah, some you timeless know? stuff. Some timeless stuff. And I think today... You have a lot of rappers, not that I think that they're not talented, but I think they're releasing songs that will probably be forgotten in a week or so. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think you need to take your time, put something together very, very good, so that 30 years from yeah. now, you know? You know, this December, it will be 30 years that my album dropped and people still talk about it. <laughs> yeah, I saw five hundred thousand copies, and that wasn't uh, 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 that's what we called gold back then. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I'm proud of that. You know, I'm thankful because I was 21 years old when I did that record, mm -hmm. and I I barely knew what I was doing. You know, but I had the desire and I had the passion to do it. 
you know so i'm thankful for that so yeah so that's where your foundation comes from from timeless music yeah. now i now the the ordinary guy would have looked at you and probably said he likes oldies and you probably do yeah you know but there's more behind than just oh yeah oh. <laughs> there's always is always is okay man now, now let me ask you this uh growing up uh, uh so we can get a better picture of you what did you used to like watching on tv man uh mainly i want to say like old movies you know like i mean yeah i mean the most obvious one probably is colors you know but mm -hmm. that's just that's just something you know like i always found interesting you know i always wanted to it was a topic I always dwelled on, you know, like, mm -hmm. you know, what, what, what exactly did my mom go through, you know, what yeah. my dad went through, you know, because he always told me about, you know, like things from that movie it was like, all right, that's twenty five percent of what was in the eighties, you know, and then he would just tell me like, yeah, they had trucks, like going like this and with speakers in the back, blasting, you know, just like what, like you know, so I did my research, you know, and it just kept going and going, you know, and like. I, I just kept trying to, you know, watch more movies and movies and movies about anything, you know, anything from that era, you know, anything that was filmed in that area, you know? Yeah. You know, because regardless of what it's about, you know, it's just the, the environment, you know, that I'm really into, you know what I mean? Right. And that's, I guess that's what um, gave me that drive to also just be like, all right, I got to stay in the house and not cause trouble, you know? Just, <laughs> let me let me learn a little bit, you know? Right, right. You know? But that's good because you're actually learning from not only old music but also old film yeah you know exactly that's a really good thing because believe it or not people may not know uh, uh people that have never rapped like i've never rapped we try to understand where your passion your drive your lyrics come from mm. and it's stuff that you grew, grew up with stuff that you experienced stuff that you have seen yeah. and you implement that in your music and then that's what people gravitate to Mm. I mean, think about this. You released just videos of, of somebody recording you from a phone, if I'm correct. Yeah, yeah. And look at how many views. Look, at, you're here. <laughs> look at the buzz. Yeah. Just imagine when uh, uh, you finally do put something like legit. When I say legit, meaning now it's on Spotify. Mm. Now it's on all platforms. Yeah. It's the sky's the limit. Yeah. You know. So, uh, but now let me ask you this. Um, growing up, did you play any instruments at all? uh i actually played the guitar for like i want to say half a year but i always had that you know like it, it it was always in my heart you know like when i hear a guitar on a beat i know i have to like really pay attention to it because it's just in me you know it's just something that i was just i found i found to be really in love with you know like if it had to be an instrument that you know that everybody could select mine would be a guitar you know automatically okay. you know okay i was always divided between a guitar and a piano but somebody told me this oh piano's tight too. yeah so, tight. somebody told me get a piano and then you'll learn you'll know how to play a guitar and then he told me the same thing if you know how to play guitar you'll be able to play piano so but i said let me try piano i just didn't have the patience <laughs> honestly i i i'm a man of little patience i get road rage and you know all kinds yeah. of shit so yeah. so what i would do i would just hire a dope musician i knew enough to play certain notes and then tell them this is what i want to hear mm -hmm. then they would get on and you know play shit. Mm -hmm. but i think since you have that background and you have that desire i think it's worth it for you to possibly if you haven't already to invest in yourself get some equipment and start producing because nobody's ever going to be able to put into music what you feel in here yeah you know unless you build a a chemistry with that guy uh, uh, and that person and you guys sit down and like vibe together because I believe to make great music you have to have chemistry 
with the producer or the guy that you're vibing with. Definitely. Where that beat is tailor-made for you, you know. And I, I believe that's what's missing for music today. I mean, there's guys, I'll email you 20 beats. Yeah, I get that a lot. I, I get, um, say like, like 10 beats almost every week, you know what I mean? Like from different people. I'm just like, I don't know, you know. <laughs> I need something that sounds like this. But when I tell them, you know, they send me something that sounds completely, you know, like different, you know. But right. I tried I tried looping a couple things. A couple of songs that I did, they were all looped, you know. Some some I looped myself. Um, uh, But I don't know. I mean, I, I want to be like, I want to put that on Spotify, you know, like just a little loop version of it. But. I'm gonna get hit with a lawsuit, you know? Yeah, yeah, you will. Yeah. You will, especially today, you know, back then I sampled a song called uh, that oldie, I'm Your Puppet. Yeah. We did a song called I'm Not Your Puppet, okay? Mm -hmm. But since we were on a major label, they cleared it for us. But I'll tell you exactly, this is 1991. We had to pay them $5,000 for the usage of that sample. Damn. Now, you know, and believe it or not, even <laughs> though it was a lot of money, it was kind of love. Yeah. Because I've known other guys that I won't mention that use oldies, and they had to pay about twenty thousand, you know. So and then we sampled uh, Billy Stewart uh, sitting in the park, mm -hmm. and we did a song called "Sitting in the Park," and that one was another five. So as long as we can keep it from there, you know, we were good. And um, I was just sampling a lot of oldies because I was just barely learning how to produce, you know. But we sampled a song called Mr. Big Stuff by Gene Knight. Mm -hmm. And that shit Good. came out fucking knocking. <laughs> and, uh, but they wanted a lot of money for it. So we just said, we're going to scrap it. So we just made some original shit. But, and I still have that beat too. I still have that beat. But now, now let me ask you this. Uh, um, before we get into, you know, more into your music, did you play any sports growing up? Uh, I played football for a while. Didn't really like it. I got into basketball, but I don't know. After that, I kind of got drafted into the streets, <laughs> you know, because I was I was really good, you know. I mean, right. I, I thought so, you know. I was right. winning a couple games here and there. I lose too, you know. I wasn't I wasn't perfect, but right. I definitely was giving it my all, you know. It was something I was trying to I was trying to be something in it, you know, like probably even make the team or something, you know. But I was like, nah, you know. Right. I, yeah. Other things have my you know my interests. You know? Whenever you're not writing and you got free time, what, what do you like to watch on TV, man? Do you watch? Are you a movie guy? You a Netflix guy? You I actually read. Okay. Yeah. Right now, I'm I'm reading a book called Monster. Okay. What what what's that about? Uh, fill us in in case somebody may want to. Uh, it's that up. it's a book. Uh, basically, the, like sort of the development of a of a LA gang member, and that that'll be uh, Monster Cody. I don't know if you heard of him, mm -hmm. but um. Basically, it's just a it's just goes from the ground up, pretty much. You know, is how an uh, elementary school dude get bullied. You know, and then he he had these second thoughts. You know, you know, getting into a neighborhood, but it's just the fact that they took his money, it pushed him into that direction. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it led from one thing, from one shooting to a robbery to you know funerals here. You know, a war there. You know, you know how it goes, yeah. you know, it's just, it's a, it's a really great book. Don't get me wrong. You know, it's, I like reading in general, you know, yeah. but that book is something that I really want to recommend to everybody. You know, it's, 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 it applies to now, even though it's, it was released like what, in 94, 95? Yeah. Okay. You know, you know, and I'm glad you brought, you brought that up because most guys will sit here and talk movies with me. And I watch a lot of movies, mostly 90% of the time I watch a lot of documentaries. Mm. I love watching documentaries, especially like 
a lot of shit has to do with like autopsies, forensic files, a lot yeah, of murder yeah, mystery yeah. shit. Yeah. But uh, uh, in my room next door, I have at least about a thousand books in there. Yeah. I, I, I've done a lot, a lot of reading, uh, and I think it's very important for us to educate ourselves because many times we didn't apply ourselves in school. Yeah, you know, we we're too busy fucking around, trying to talk to girls, ditching, going to the arcade, ditching parties, whatever. Yeah, yeah. you know, and that's what I used to do. But now I chose around the age of 22 years old when I started picking up books mm -hmm. and I, I found them so damn interesting. And then I realized how smart I was. And I think, and I wonder how smart I could have been in high school if I would have just applied myself, Yeah, you know, but I, I'll tell you one thing that somebody asked me, somebody said, can you define gangster? What's gangster to you? And you know, what was the first thing that came to my mind? Then you can give me your definition. I said, intelligence. That's what I said. Give me your best definition of gangster. Well, I can't really top that. <laughs> but I mean, the closest that I can get to is responsible. You know, because at yeah. the end of the day, we all got to handle something, you know? Yeah, a absolutely. Absolutely. We got to be not only we got to be responsible to ourselves. You know, yeah. uh, uh, I brought up that you were here early. I had a guy here that um, the guy, let's just say the guy is rich. I interviewed him here. I won't say his name out of respect for him. The guy is rich and he showed up an hour early one time. And I said, wow, you're early. You know, not that it bothered me. I, I was impressed because this guy didn't need to be early because yeah. of who he is. Yeah. And he said like this, uh, well, yeah, he said, because I respect you. He said, and I respect myself. That's what he said. He could have showed up 30 minutes later and he could have said, you know, you got to put up with me because of who I am. You know, but he didn't. And you know what? Uh, um, that showed uh, not only that he had respect, but he was also responsible. You know, uh, um, he said he would be here on time and he was here on time. And I truly respected that. And I think that's what's lacking a lot from this new generation. A lot of this new generation doesn't care. Sad to say you're a part of this new generation, but I almost see you like you're an old soul. You know, yes. I think that's yes. why maybe our souls recognize each other. And I said, well, I know this guy from somewhere. <laughs> it's weird, though. But uh, <laughs> anyway, here's what we're going to do. We're going to go ahead and take a break. We're going to come right back after 10 minutes and we're going to pick up right where we left off. All right. Cool. All right. Cool. OK, everybody. So once again, make sure you call somebody, text somebody, slap the shit out of somebody. Let them know that Mr. D is in the motherfucking building. We'll be back in 10 minutes. Don't fuck around. It's getting good. Welcome back, everybody, to Rodin Radio, episode 141, and we're just getting right into it. Uh, you know what? A couple of announcements I want to make for those of you that have subscribed to my channel, the YouTube, uh, the ones you're watching right now. We actually have a YouTube store, so many times if you don't want to go through the documentary.com, I got merch here on the YouTube store on my page. Just look up store, and it's all there. Uh, obviously, it doesn't have all the, the the designs that we have on Documixery, but we have quite a few. So I'd like to thank everybody who's been purchasing those. And uh, there was one more thing I had to mention, Anthony. Do you remember? Um, if I don't remember, oh, you know what? People are still asking me, do I still have those digital downloads available? Yes, that's at Documixery.com. So if you don't want hard copies and you just want to download them straight to your phone, Documixery.com. I got eight uh, uh, mixtapes or for those of you that like hard copies, you can still get those hard copies there. Other than that, we're going to go ahead and jump right into it with Mr. D and the place to be. That was an old school rap. That's about the only rapping that I could do. <laughs> you know, a lot of people have asked me, have you ever tried to rap, man? First of all, let me say this. I miss the days when guys that didn't know how to rap didn't. Yeah. 
sure. Okay. Uh, I stay in my lane. I will, I'm good at DJing. I'm good at producing. I'm good at, uh, I like to think I'm good at podcasting. One guy said, you're pretty good for a Mexican. That's what some guy told me. So I didn't know how to take that, but I said, okay, thank you. You know, with a question mark. Yeah. You know, so I said, okay, cool. But I stay in my own lane. Uh, the only thing I rap is presents and tamales. So that's about it, bro. That's about it. So other than that, you know what? Uh, we were talking about music. Let's continue. Um, have you thought about yet rapping over some maybe some rock beats uh i actually have some spanish rock ones really know? yeah okay <laughs> you know i never really showed anybody because i was like well i don't know you know i don't know how people would react you know but um fuck, what was it called it was a it was a beat by hombres hombres hey um it was called uh Ah, oh, damn, I forgot what it was called. It was two of them. One was uh, Devuélvame Mi Chica, that one. And, damn, I forgot the other <laughs> one. But it was good, though. You know, it was like a middle part with a guitar. Okay. You know, and I use that, you know, to be like, every time, it, you know, catch a little riff, I'll be like, bam, you know, like every bar, boom, 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 you know, and it came out smooth, you know? No shit. Yeah, no, no shit. kidding, bro. I have a bunch of, like, uh, I had an episode here a couple of weeks ago mm. with a guy named Ralph M. I'm going to be bringing him back because I, I got so much uh, great response. Mm. Like, honestly, whenever I get, whenever I have a dope interview, People hit me up and they said, this was my best one. This was my best one. This was my best one. That's what they say. Mm -hmm. But that one, people have told me, hands down, that was probably your best interview. And I believe I know why, because we had our drum machines out. Yeah, yeah. And I played a lot of floppies that I, uh, when I say floppies, uh, floppy discs that contain the music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You load them up to your drum, you play them and shit like that. And I want to do a part two with Ralph M. I still have a lot of floppies, uh, uh, music, uh, I should say, that I think um, could match your style. And I sampled a lot of rock. Okay. You know, it was funny because the day that I had the drum machine out, you know, that's why I hit you up earlier and I said, hey man, are you down to bust a couple of verses? Because yeah, yeah. I was gonna play some of those beats. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, so yeah. so maybe in the future, maybe you can come <laughs> back and we'll do that. You know, yeah, we'll get yeah, the people, yeah, yeah. you know, an opportunity for, for you to bust. But, um, I would like to play some stuff for you eventually, and then you tell me, hey, I like that, I like that, I like that, and we'll go from there, you know. Uh, I, I'm not in it to get rich, bro. Yeah, but if yeah. I can help, that's what I want to do. All right. You know. Yeah. So other than that, let me ask you this. Name me, if not albums, artists, West Coast artists that are some of your favorite. Give me your top five West Coast artists when it comes to rap. Well, let me see. Take your time. You only got at least about over a thousand people watching. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Well, first one would be Pop. Second one would be. Hmm. I gotta give it an easy. Okay. And then the third one is the one that's kind of, you know, kind of gamblish. Okay. I'm I'm in between Snoop. Mm, I don't know. 
I want to say DOC. Okay. You know, but it's just like, damn, you know, all these three, all these three people that I'm like, you know, that I named so far with DOC, they all, you know, contributed something that, that kind of sprouted something, you know what I mean? Like for Snoop, that flow, you know what I mean? On G-Funk, you know what I mean? That, yeah. That right there, you know what I mean? Started a whole wave, you know? that. Yeah. You know, and not a lot of people recognize that. You know, they're just like, oh, you know, it's just Snoop. But when you hear his voice, you're just like, oh, that's Snoop. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's something people don't realize. You know, that's that's the amazing part about him. You know, like he he became sort of like an icon. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the on Mount Rushmore. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He he is right now, at least in my opinion, and probably not just my opinion, but in people's you know facts that. He's probably the, the most famous rapper right now, yeah. still alive. Yeah, yeah, you know? for sure. So give me one more. Um, let me see. I'll give you. I'll give you two with the same name. Okay. Almost. Ice Cube and Ice T. Dope, dope. Yeah. Okay. See now, your your choice doesn't surprise me mm. because. By everything that you've shared with me so far, I see that you like more of the foundation of everything, meaning that you prefer the old school, the originators, than the, what's out right now, because you didn't name not one new artist. Yeah. Not one. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this. What do you think it is about that time or that era of music that you just mentioned? Because you pretty much mentioned between the mid 80s, for uh, let's be say from 85, to um you know 95 well, I, I could answer that right away it was harder to get a record deal that's why okay yeah yeah and today what what do you think do you like today's music today's rap no what what, what do you think it's missing that the old school rap had that this doesn't emotion and I mean, I guess if they really mean it, you know what I mean? Right. Most of the music that are, um, that's out right now is just, it's just music. You know what I mean? Something you put in the background, you know, something you're just getting high to, you know what I mean? Not really paying attention to, you know? Okay. It's just, well, I mean, there's music from back then, you know, like Bone Thugs, you know what I mean? Like, but they all have something they were talking about, you know? Right. Now it's just, you're rhyming word for another word, you know? And it's just like, all right. Yeah. On an all right beat, you know? Yeah. You know, in, in my opinion, I think today's music probably won't be remembered within the next five years. <laughs> yeah. It'll for be sure. forgotten. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're talking about Ice-T. I've seen Ice-T performing concert. I've seen NWA performing concert. Uh, uh, I've seen a DOC performing concert. I, yeah. I, I've seen most of them in studios. And, and once again, I, I don't say that bragging. I've been fortunate. I've been blessed to yeah. have experienced that. And uh, by your choice of music, I'm like, wow, this guy's really onto something. That tells me right there how your music eventually is going to come out, you know, and, and the examples that you've given us so far. Because for the people that have heard and seen your videos that you have, all that stuff is old school. And it's dope. Yeah. It's dope. It's a, it was a, you, you did this one song, and I'm trying to remember what song it was, and I was like, he flipped that song <laughs> like it tripped me out you know <laughs> yeah. he did this song like 
I'm expecting like new beats, you know, like the, yeah. the trap stuff that people call trap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I it is a trap. Don't get caught in it. You know what I'm saying? That's what I call it. You know, because that's going to be <laughs> out of here soon. Yeah. But now, um, like, okay, if you had a a a, a dream to work with any rapper, let's just say three rappers, new past or even if they've already passed away you know who would those three be if you can record with them today <laughs> well first one will be Pog okay but the second one The second one, damn. <laughs> With Ice Cube. Okay, Ice Cube. Yeah. Another one. Let me just throw it out there and then you could agree or disagree. I would love to have heard a song with you and Easy. Oh, that would be cool. <laughs> That that'll start something. That'll start yeah. something for sure. Yeah, exactly. imagine you doing Boys in the Hood. You know, uh, uh, Gangster Gangster Eight Ball Eight Ball would be probably be the right one. Yeah, I got some shit that sounds like that for you too, man. So, but uh, yeah, that shit would be sick, uh, man. Get kind of giving you ideas on that. <laughs> Fine. Um, kind of threw me off the boat right now. <laughs> um. Let me see. Yeah, I can't think of nothing. Right? There's just too many people. I mean, for sure, I want to know. I want to work with uh, KRS One. You know, okay. that's just somebody I want to get to. You know, but I don't know how far I'm from his level. You know what I mean? I'm right. just like, damn. Um, damn, Biggie would be tight too. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay, well, we'll get back to me on that one. Uh, I'm glad you brought up KRS, Biggie, because that was my next question. Are you a fan of East Coast hip-hop? Oh, most definitely. Okay. It's funny you mentioned KRS-One, because that's my favorite rapper. <laughs> KRS-One, and then uh, um, and I, I put them, I put them, you know, neck-to-neck. Uh, -neck. Um, KRS-One, Rakim. Yeah. Okay, I like yeah. those two guys. Probably to me, that's what I call the epitome of hip hop when it comes special to East Coast boom bap. Uh, so now, uh, give me at least five East Coast artists that you like. That's my shit right there. Uh, Nas, KRS One, Biggie. Uh, let me see. Big Pun was another one. Um, damn. When it comes to ranking them, Big L too. Okay, Big L. Yeah. Yeah, wow. Okay, now uh, I ask a, a lot of people this question. Here you have uh, Life After Death, Biggie Smalls, the double CD. He came out in uh, 94, if I'm correct. Mm -hmm. Pac dropped his album, All Lies On Me, double CD. Yeah. If you had to choose, which one was better? For me, that's an easy question. Okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> 
it got to be Tupac. You know? Okay, it's Tupac. Yeah. What, what, what do you think it was about him that oh, over that album? Because they were both fucking dope ass albums. Yeah. The only thing is, damn. There's just too many. There's just too many songs on Tupac's album that you could just play every day. You know what I mean? It's just like. That was me five minutes ago. Right. You know right, what I mean? Like right. it was just something, you know what I mean, that that made his kind of it transitioned more into reality almost, you know what I mean? But into sort of song titles. Right. You know what I mean? So that's how I looked at it, you know what I mean? Like when I'll play All Lies on Me, <laughs> I'll bust that out in traffic, you know what I mean? <laughs> and you know, like it's just something about it, you know what I mean? Like every second, you know, it's just it's a moment of your life. I mean, that's how I look at it. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Uh, give me, if if you can, favorite Tupac song. Uh, Shed So Many Tears. That's my favorite. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, Biggie's, if any, favorite song. Uh, that one I got to think about. Okay, mine is, give me the loot, give me the loot. That's my <laughs> shit right there, man. So. Shit. Um, I got to go with uh, Notorious Thugs. Okay. That one was clean, you know? Yeah. That one, they killed it with that one. Yeah. You know? Hey, you ever been to New York? Nah, I never traveled out. Okay. When you go over there, because you will, you'll like it. Uh, I've I been over there several times and I liked it. I went to, uh, sad to say, where, where Big L lived. Mm -hmm. And where Big L was killed, I went yeah. to, to Biggie's house. Yeah. I went where hip hop started in the Bronx, where uh, Cool Herc lived. Yeah, the first yeah, yeah. Hip hop party. Oh, for real? Yeah, I've been oh, there. That's man. tight. I had to because I, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a hip hop head, man. I yeah, love, yeah, yeah, I love yeah. hip hop, man. Yeah. It all started there, and it trickled over here, and I believe we just took over. Yeah. They <laughs> won't like me saying that, but, you know. I mean, I, I believe the best DJs, the best breakers, the best poppers, all came from. Uh, the West Coast. Yeah. My opinion to all my East Coast homies, I love you guys, but that's just my opinion. So, <laughs> yeah. you know. So now, now, now let me ask you this. Um, as far as like, um, this is a, for some people, a controversial question. And it may be even be a silly one, me even asking you this, but I have to ask you this, okay? Mm. Because it never ceases to amaze me the answer that I get when I ask this question. And it shouldn't even be, be a big deal. But do you consider yourself a Chicano rapper? I don't even know. I mean, I just rap. You know, I, I don't know. People label me that. You know, I don't. I don't know. I just, I just rap. You know. Okay. I just, I, I, I like, I like rap. You know what I mean? So, me just rapping on other people's beats and me saying what I say, I mean, I don't know, like, if it's going to be categorized under that and so be it, you know, but I feel, personally, I feel like, I feel like I'm just a rapper, you know what I mean? Just a rapper that's just from the neighborhood, you know what I mean? Like, just like almost everybody else. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know uh, because I've asked a lot of people that and the majority have said, I'm just an artist. Yeah. I'm just an artist. Some people have said, I don't want to be put in a box. Other people say, you know what? You know, fuck yeah, I'm a Chicano rapper. And you know what? More power to them. Uh, uh, it's just a question that I like to present to people because 
one thing that I would never want to do, say, next up, Chicano rapper, Mr. D. And then you say, hey, I'm not a Chicano. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I like to bring light to that. Now, let me ask you this, and you give me your best answer from what you know. And being raised on the streets and, you know, being around music and knowing hip-hop. What is Chicano rap? Uh... In my opinion, it's just music from the neighborhood, you know what I mean? That from homeboys that we know were from the neighborhood, you know what I mean? Whatever they done, you know what I mean? It doesn't really matter. It's just the fact that they're from that neighborhood, you know what I mean? And they're representing us in whatever way they suit them, you know what I mean? As long as they're trying to represent us in a sense that brings light instead of darkness, that's all that really matters, you know what I mean? But that's what I classify Chicano rap, you know what I mean? Okay. Just people that are from the neighborhood, you know what I mean? Representing us in one way or the other. Right. You know what I mean? Okay. Okay. Now, now let me ask you this question, uh, a question that I was presenting to your, your homie right here. Um, why do you think, or maybe in your opinion, maybe there is some, why do you think there hasn't been a Chicano, if you will, Kanye West, Chicano Dr. Dre, Chicano Easy E, Chicano Game, Chicano 50 Cents, you know, or is there in your opinion? Uh, I mean, there probably is. I don't. I don't really pay attention. You know what I mean? Uh, I mean, I guess like people say, I'm I'm stuck in the past. You know what I mean? But I mean, I don't know. There probably is. I mean, I'm not sure, but I feel like the reason for that is just I guess people found their own identity. You know what I mean? They were chasing to be that direction, but they started something new. Right. And you know what I mean? And, they they probably developed something that's even better probably getting to that point but they for sure were getting to that direction okay you know? now now are you a fan of chicano rap yeah most definitely okay yeah. uh, do, do you have some that are some of your favorites uh a lot of my favorites damn i gotta give it to mr little one okay uh for sure for sure uh <laughs> it's um Wow, what's his name? Um, that dude uh, that made that song. Uh, I forgot what it's called. Okay, we'll just come back. We'll come back. Proper doses is like proper dose. Okay, Frank V. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mexican Power, yeah. Hard Times. Okay, yeah. by the Frank V. I, yeah. I, Ernie, the producer, the DJ, is a good friend of mine. I interviewed him here a couple of times as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. As a matter of fact, we were on the same label, had the same manager. Yeah. So, uh, but those were. Uh, some guys that I believed after Frost with La Raza, I think took this to another level. Yeah. And it was starting to go up, up, up. And then I believe at one point, my opinion that Chicano rap just got stagnant, you know. Uh, and I'm still waiting for, because there's a lot of, a lot of great talent out there. Yeah. Uh, 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 talent has never been the issue. I just believe it's making wise decisions, you know. Uh, yeah. Like Dre used to always tell me, timing is everything. Just because we finished a song today doesn't mean we have to release it tomorrow. You know, mm -hmm. uh, if we finish, if we're doing an album, and hypothetically speaking, say we're working in November, and we say we'll drop it next month, that's a big no-no. Even though we may be thinking Christmas, but we got to stop to think. Prince will be dropping a new album in, in December. Mariah Carey will be dropping mm -hmm. a new album. Who are they going to yeah. buy? you know not us yeah. so timing is everything and I think a lot of people don't strategize and don't think about that ahead of time yeah. and just want to drop it and I think yeah. that's what a, a killer Chicano rap album could have really taken off but 
they weren't wise about it and it never happened. And I believe, I think sometimes that's what has happened. And dropping a lot of mediocre songs and uh, just to have something out there for their fans. Yeah. When I would rather take my time, create something that's gonna have longevity and will be remembered 30 years from now. For an example, you mentioned Proper Dose. Yeah. You know, that was 1993, 94. Yeah. I didn't even know it was that far. I mean, yeah. I thought it was actually a little earlier. Yeah, no, yeah. but yeah, for a long time, you know. And, um, but it, it, it's wild though that you like a lot of that um, old school music. It's like yeah. you're pretty much right there. But I think that's a good thing, man. I think that's a good thing. You know who was actually really good too? Uh, Brownside. Yeah. Brownside was. I think I think they were the ones who really inspired a lot of people, you know, from the neighborhood. I mean, they definitely inspired me, you know. Yeah. Uh, the main song that I really bumped from them was uh, "Life on the Streets," you yeah. know. And damn, that that sample was just like damn, you know. Once once I heard that, I was like, all right, I could probably rap on damn near any beat, you know. Right. You know, cause damn, that's and, another thing, Houdini. Yeah, <laughs> you went from Brownside to Houdini. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, now let me. Yeah, as a matter, of, you rap two friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit. Yeah, that's <laughs> wild. Okay, now you mentioned Brownside out here in Wilmington in the early nineties. Mm -hmm. There was another group called Brown Pride. Okay, they were Brown Pride from mm -hmm. out here. Um, but um, Brownside, I interviewed Wicked for here, uh, one of the last li living members, because mm -hmm. uh, I know Danger passed away and Toker passed away, and then I interviewed Clever. Uh, Toker's brother here mm -hmm. and then you know other guys that recorded with them like Rich G he did a lot of hooks for them uh, um, God what's her name I don't want Evelyn G uh, somebody that Toker had signed a female mm -hmm. and I know I'm missing one other person and I'll remember and I'll give you guys your props I just hate to forget people but um, I was supposed to have the Trece Boys here that okay. was another group that he assigned yeah, yeah, yeah. but they I guess it has to be rescheduled. Something came up, um, but um, a lot of good Chicano rap came out in the '90s, and I still believe that that's the best of Chicano rap, at least in my opinion. You know, mm -hmm. people get mad at my opinions; I don't care. But that's the best. Now, but you mentioned Little One. I think it's a great rapper. Yeah. I think uh, Mr. Shadow is yeah, a great rapper. Yeah, definitely. You know, the San Diego produced a lot of. I think they produce like a lot of. To this day, a lot of Chicano rappers, you know, come yeah. from that, from that, from that region. Yeah, you know? I like, um, I like Little Rob, of course. I can't forget about him. Yeah, you know, for sure. Now, now, now let, let me ask you this, um, and this is uh, a Chicano rap question: When people think of Chicano rap, or, or if somebody were to ask you, mm -hmm. who do you think is the face of Chicano rap? Before you answer, let me tell you what people have told me via the live chat, via email, via inbox, or via DM. Yeah. Some people have mentioned, okay, when I think of Chicano rap, I think of Kid Frost, or I think of Proper Those, Frank V. Yeah. Some people have said Essay uh, Rich Rock, which is Spanish Fly. Yeah, yeah. People have said Little Rob, and then there was one more that people have said, uh, Brownside. Yeah. Okay. Uh, others have said Conejo as well. Yeah. So I gave you six. Um, when you think of Chicano rap, who do you think right now is still the face of Chicano rap? Hmm. I feel like Little Rob is. Okay. You know, and Conejo too. Um, 
I want to throw in King Little G too. Okay. You know, because they classify him too as Chicano rap. Um, damn. That's as much as I can think of. You know, those are just faces. You know, I don't really think they're just one person. You know, because right, right. people think everybody. You know, I mean, personally, I feel like the poster child of Chicano rap will be Capone. You know what I mean? Like, everybody will be like, oh, you fucking. Cholo rap, you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Bald dude with big looks, you know what I mean? That's Capone, you know what I mean? Right. So that's that's the poster child, you know what I mean? Almost in the sense. But going into like the music wise and the foundation, you know what I mean? Like, all right, you know what I mean? Dude's still, you know, still knocking to this day. I feel like Conejo too, you know? Okay. Okay. And 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 a lot of people have said they was they were stuck pretty much between those two. Uh, Little Rob and Conejo, especially yeah. Conejo made that movie. Yeah, you know? yeah, that's that's what's uh that's what's really setting them. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. Into the what do you call it? Uh, the limelight putting them out there. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what's really that's what set them in stone, pretty much already. Okay, now you ever want to be in movies? Hell yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people tell me I got that sort of that that energy, that feel, or that look. You know what I mean? But I mean, they tell me that look, but I mean, anybody who gangbangs has that look. You know. <laughs> But I mean, I want to go for you know what I mean, like a professional look too, you know. Yes. I mean, I could do it. I mean, you know, what I mean, the homie tells me like, oh, you know, just put on a suit, you know, what I mean, this and that. And I'm just like, well, I don't know, funerals or what? Right, right, <laughs> right, 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 right. Or fucking interviews. But I mean, that's 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 how kind of that's how I kind of see things. You know, what I mean, if if I were to if I were to get the opportunity to go into a movie. I'll definitely try to go for you know what I mean sort of the lighter role you know what I mean instead of like just a criminal you know what I mean because I could I could I could do both you know what I mean I'm not completely sane you know what I mean but I'm also you know what I mean you also want to play a serious role yeah not just a a killer yeah. a gang banger exactly somebody running the jail exactly and and I think to a certain extent Chicanos I think to a certain I think it's great that they're getting roles yeah. But at the same time, don't just settle for every time you're being a gang member. Yeah, you're yeah. being a killer. Yeah, because eventually, believe it or not, the people making these movies—that's the, that's how they see us. Yeah, <laughs> you'll be yeah. a great killer. Exactly. Exactly. You'll, you'll be a great cholo. <laughs> yeah, for you know? real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. After a while, I was like, man, I I want to kick it with the white girl. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I mean, I want to go to Starbucks and in the movie. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Shit, like, fuck, I want to order a. Guinness at the bar, you know. Yeah. Shit, I, I don't always have to drink Modelo and with a, you know, with a Uzi, <laughs> with a Uzi. you know, and fake, <laughs> and fake my accent, you know. Yeah. But, anyways, uh, um, other than that, let me ask you this: At what point in your life did you say I'm gonna start writing? Last question before we go to a break: At what what age would you say you know what I'm gonna start writing some shit down? Um. You know, I can't really remember at what age, but I know for sure I started developing a passion for it. Soon as I got the idea to like really represent the neighborhood without having to deal with prison, you know what I mean? And like all the extra stuff, you know? So I just thought, you know, maybe I'll just pick up a pen, you know, pen and paper. But in my case, you know, it's sort of transitioned into phones, you know, so I, I just, I guess I want to say what really gave me that drive was uh, 2017, 2018, around there, you know, I that's when I made my page. Right. You know, I made it from a personal page because, you know, that's why I was private, you know. Right, right. It, it started from a, a personal page and 
and friends of other friends, you know, they followed me and they were like, oh, damn, you know, like they started posting me, you know what I mean? So it started going from a personal to sort of like a little underground, little like, you know, hood page, you know, and then uh, one of them told me, oh, you know, like, it'll probably be a good idea, you know what I mean, if you were to send it out yourself, you know, because we're just sending it out and you're just private. So, you know, that's when I got the idea to um, to send it to a graffiti page, you know, okay. and um, there were multiple pages. Uh, there were three of them. Um, and is it fine if I say their name? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's uh, one of them was uh, Lost Stars District. Um, I think it's like uh, A1A A1 PR. It's like Benoit something. Mm -hmm. And uh, and A1A Blackas. They're the main ones that are posting my videos, you know, because I'll just be like, oh, you know what I mean? Like, fuck it. I'll hit up the hood, you know what I mean? Like, in blocks, and I'll even throw up a, a freestyle and, you know, and just boom, record it. And I guess what really caught everybody's attention was the fact that I'm not really doing the whole new sound, you know what I mean? So I kind of kept it in my eyes, gutter, grimy, or whatever, you know? So once I sent it into them, they were like, oh, you don't keep doing that. You don't keep doing that. You know, like keep blowing up the walls, you know what I mean? And just say some crazy shit, you know what I mean? And yeah. just be like, oh, um, I don't know. Just send me your best stuff, you know, by the end of the week, whatever you want, dog. And I'll be like, all right, cool. Next thing you know, I send one in and they go crazy. They're like, all right, tight. I'm going to post this, man. Da, da, da. Next thing you know, everyone's like, damn, that's cool. That's cool. Da, 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 you know? And that's when my neighborhood even starts expanding almost in a sense, you know what I mean? And all I'm doing is just sitting, sitting in my hood, recording myself rapping, and now everybody's just like, oh, you know, and like, I don't, you know, good and bad too, you know. But they're just like, oh yeah, you know, that dude is from Manny Locals, you know, that was representing him, you know. So that's what I really want, you know. That's okay. that's what gave me that drive too, you know, like keeping that that reminder almost, you know, that I'm. I'm I'm almost in a sense carrying the hood on my shoulders, you know what I mean? But I don't know. I guess I'm just I'm just doing it for the homies, you know what I mean? That's that's what I'm, you know, that's how I like to see it, you know what I mean? For my family and the homies, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Just get everybody in a better position than we were yesterday. Awesome, man. Well, you have a voice and you're using it. Exactly. So, and this is a platform where you can reach thousands of people. You know, and that's a good thing. That's a really good thing, especially if you ever plan to make a living off of this yeah you know because once again once i believe not necessarily just rasa but let's just say for the sake of the audience right now that rasa supports you mm. we probably wouldn't need anybody else supporting us we can take care of and support our own exactly. you know and as long as you continue to give people good music like what you said passionate music great lyrics great music man sky's the limit man yeah, you know? and and not only that, I mean, it's like I was explaining, you know, what I mean to to the homie too. Like, um, I was like, oh well, if if people want to record things, you know, what I mean, like, I know I'm not really doing much, but at the same time, I'm putting someone in a position where they're like, all right, I'm I gotta move a certain way, you know, what I mean, like, I gotta sort of think of a storyline with the camera, you know what I mean, and. That's what I like doing with the homies, you know what I mean? Like, it's not entirely all of the homies from the neighborhood, but, like, you know what I mean? Just the homies from the hood, too, you know? Yeah. They're just cameramen, you know what I mean? In the making, you know what I mean? Yeah. And 
that's what I like doing. You feel me? Like putting putting people in new positions that they're just like, all right, maybe I could do this. You know what I mean? Into a job. I don't know. Maybe into a career. Yeah, you know what I mean? Exactly. Just, you never know. Exactly. That's that's what I like. You know what I mean? I don't like knowing because sooner or later I'll know. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, cool. We're going to go ahead and take a 10-minute break. I'm probably going to start drinking because um, I need a beer. So so if you need one, just let me know. All right. So, hey, everybody, once again, call somebody, take somebody, you know the rest. We'll be back in 10 minutes. Don't fuck around. We got another 30 minutes coming at you. I think I'm going to start rapping. Okay, 10 minutes. See you guys. And we're back now with the Jack Off Hour. Now I'm Tony A. The Wizard with the podcast that slaps your coach, your fat ass with a fat ass dick. And this is episode 141, and we're going to go ahead and jump Bunnaker right back into it with none other than Mr. D. I had to practice that. I, I looked in the mirror, said it three times, and then fucking Bloody Mary appeared. So, <laughs> you know what? I'm going to serve myself a little. Uh, Little tequila. I don't know if you want a shot or not. I brought an extra shot glass. It was cool. Okay. Because now you have some yerba buena outside. So, all good. Uh, And I I got myself a michelada with a green cup celebrating St. Patrick's Day. Um, And I don't even know what St. Patrick's... Do you know what St. Patrick's Day is? I don't know when it is, but I know what it is. You you do? Yeah. Okay, share with us. Educate us. Uh, It's about a guy named Patrick. He was it? He once patted the trick. I don't, I don't know, bro. So, <laughs> like, I, I, I don't know. But, hey, St. Patrick, if you're out there listening, uh, in remembrance of you, the green cup. So, or just for the green side of the Mexican flag, you know, so. Anyways, um, yeah, where were we at? Houdini? Yeah. Yeah, Houdini. Friends. Yeah. What inspired that? Tell us, because that's one song that you can find on YouTube that you, you did. Yeah. And uh, pretty much it's a remake of Friends of Houdini. And when I first heard the, the, the beat kick in, because you know what? Uh, um, if you listen to that beat, that's the same beat, bottom beat that they use for a none but a gangster part. Yeah. Same shit. Yeah. And you busted to it. Thought it was dope. What inspired that, man? Um. Well, I always listen to Houdini. You know what I mean? Like every damn near every night. You know what I mean? I'm just cruising. You know what I mean? Just... Uh, but this was back then, you know what I mean? Back then, I, I wasn't really, you know what I mean? I wasn't really writing, but right. the only, I guess the only inspiration that I really got that night, you know what I mean? When Before that I started writing was, uh, I guess I was just mad, you know what I mean? I was just like, man, like, you know, fuck everybody. I mean, it was like <laughs> damn near, you know? It's just like, all right, let me just, let me just write it down on paper. Right. Let me see, let me see, you know, if I can turn it into a hit, you right. know what I mean? Cause that's what I was looking for back then. I wasn't really just like, oh, I'm a, I'm gonna write a song. Right. I wanted a hit, you know what I mean? Um, because I wanted to impress everybody in my city, you know what I mean? But I was, I didn't know that it was gonna turn into a, to what it is now, you know what I mean? Right. So when I started writing that song, I just put my emotion to it, and that's what I mean. Like, that's what I want my music, you know what I mean? Like, that's why it takes so long too. Um. I try to like put all my, I guess my feelings into it. You know what I mean? Without making it sound like too, too whack, you know what I mean? Or too, too much, you know what I mean? Like it's just, just the right amount. You know what I mean? Just something that makes sense. You feel me? Like that's yeah. just what I want, you right, know? Right, Yeah. You know what? When I was listening to that song, because a lot of times I hear music and I'm sure you do too. Mm-hmm. Um, I was here. you remember that song, uh, 
you're a customer by EPMD. Yeah. Boom, yeah. boom, boom. Yeah. Try wrapping off of that shit. I'm serious. All right. Just try wrapping off of that shit because I think that shit will fit you right there, man. All right. I think that shit is hard. Then you did another one where I kind of don't want to give it away, but um, but I want to bring it up. We just won't talk about it too much on what we talked about behind behind the scenes. You did Everlasting Bass. Yeah. Okay. What, what what was the title and what inspired that song? Uh, well, to start off with Everlasting Bass, I love that song. Yeah. You know what I mean? That you get the right set of speakers. You know what I mean with the right amount of you know bass pitch. You just you just don't want to go out. You know what I mean? Right. From whatever setting you're in, you're just you're just set in stone. You know what I mean? Like I said earlier, you know, you just can't move. You know what I mean? And right. nobody can move you. You know, and that's just how I feel. You know, with that song bumping, it's, it's the right night. You know, what I mean? right day, whatever. You know, but the the cool thing about this was that Tupac got sampled it. You know what I mean? It was already an original beat by Tupac. You know what I mean? It's called Fair Exchange. You know what I mean? I just I got off that idea. You know what I mean? Like from the song title you know what i mean like and i just busted out my flow you know what i mean and that's what people don't realize too you know like when it comes to me remixing stuff like i just remix stuff off of song titles you know what i mean like right. i don't really i don't really got to listen to anything you know like uh for example you know what i mean um there's a song that i recently wrote to you know um it's called um i think it's called something like it had the word cool in it you know what i mean like something like be cool or everyday cool or something like that right you know it's like an old song you know and um i didn't hear this the main song i don't know a single word from it but i can tell you when the beat drops and i can tell you you know what i mean when i had kicks you know what i mean like the whole word you know what i mean like everything i sort of got the whole verse down just by one single word cool and i mean i sort of unraveled it into like oh you know what i mean what makes me not cool what, what you know what i mean like what makes me um mad you know what i mean like i started going right. into that direction you know i mean i slowly you know um i want to say i started giving it a um a different meaning you know yeah, what i mean yeah. uh so i'm assuming the song was about i don't know just writing you know what i mean big balling this and that i made it a song about being mad you know what i mean getting the impression of being uh being the opposite of cool you know what i mean yeah 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 you know the first thing that came to my mind because i grew up with listening to a song called cool yeah but it was by the time yeah morris day in the time produced by prince yeah yeah and there was a song cool is a fucking fucking dope ass fucking <laughs> beat bro it's one of those like you just said you play you just want to stay home exactly you know exactly. because the synthesizer kicks in morris yeah. day is a shit <laughs> Hell yeah. Morris Day is the shit. Prince is the shit, bro. So, but um, now, um, let me ask you a question. Uh, do you watch a lot of rap movies? For an example, have you seen 8 Mile? Yeah. Okay. Have you seen Get Rich, Get Rich or Die Trying? Of course. Straight Outta Compton. Yeah. Notorious. Yeah. Uh, did I mention 8 Mile? Yeah. Okay, no. The Tupac movie. Yeah. Did you see that one? Okay. Yeah. Out of those five, 8 Mile, Get Rich or Die Trying, Straight Outta Compton, Notorious, and what is it, uh, the Tupac movie, whatever it's called. Yeah. Which one was your favorite? Um, well, it's between these two, 8 Mile and Get Richard Die Trying. You know what I mean? Um, damn. I mean, one of them sort of taught me more about, you know what I mean, um, 
rap battles, you know what I mean? And mm -hmm. just, yeah, you know I mean, gave me that, a look into that. But the other one, damn, that one was a movie, you know? That one was a really good movie. Damn. For me, I would have to say straight out of Compton. And I would probably have to say, um, Get Rich or Die Trying, mm -hmm. Notorious, then Eight Mile, yeah, and then um, that, that, in my opinion, that Bodie Tupac movie, yeah, you know that, that shit was like should have been on the Hallmark Channel, <laughs> you know, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I thought the guy that played Tupac did a great job, yeah, yeah. But I just thought overall the the movie should somebody else should have yeah. done, yeah, yeah. It, was, it wasn't really well played at all. I mean, he did look like him, but the only times that they were really acting good was you know when. He was uh in the parts with the with that one girl. I don't know what her name was, but I mean that was the only time it looked like it was actually being genuine. You know what I mean? It looked like it was actually a movie scene. You know what I mean? Right. It wasn't just a like sort of like a just like something just scrapped together. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Here's a funny question. I haven't asked anybody this. If they were to make a story or a movie about you, mm. who would you want to play you? <laughs> I, n I never really thought about that, you know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know too many people that look like me, you know. Like, <laughs> hey, they, they got Lou Diamond Phillips to play Richie Valens, and he didn't even look like him <laughs> yeah. in La Bamba, you know. So, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but I think that's a good question, you know. So uh, think about that one, you know. Like, who would you want somebody to, to play you, you know? Yeah. But uh, but now, um, so now. There was one song that I, I, I couldn't remember the fucking sample, mm -hmm. but I, I believe it was a Stevie Wonder song. It, it, oh, okay. Am I correct? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Tell us tell us the name of that song and what inspired that song. Um, I forgot the name of the song, but I stumbled across it when I was just listening to music. You know, I was just smoking. I was just letting the, I guess, the, the YouTube thing just play. You know, it was on autoplay, and um, once some song ended, uh, that one came on, you know, the Stevie Wonder one, and um, the beginning got me hooked. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, Part-Time Lover? Yeah, yeah, that one, that one. Hey, you guys, he <laughs> rapped to Part-Time Lover. You got to check it out. Stevie Wonder. <laughs> that was dope, man. I enjoyed that one. Thank you, thank you. See, now, here's the thing. Before I heard your lyrics, I'm thinking, what the hell is this guy rapping to this? You know, it's it just that the two two different generations, yeah. and you brought them together in a song. Yeah. It was dope, man. It was thank dope. You, so you, I you. encourage you guys to look him up. Uh, uh, what's your YouTube channel? Uh, it's uh, it's called D-Boy at the moment, you okay. know, but um, just put in Mr. D-12700. Um, I'm pretty sure it'll come in, you know. Um, I, I want to say the most recent one that'll pop up is... Uh, Damn, the one I just did in the sewers, the one where you know where, I'm, where it just says Diablo right there. Right, right. You know right. that's the first one that'll pop up with my with my channel right there underneath it. Okay, okay. But if not, they can just follow you on Instagram. And you yeah. have some of those up there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Of course. So, so what inspired that song? You, you said they were just hooked. What did you write about? Uh, damn, I forgot. About it. <laughs> <laughs> it, it it was just like a song too. Like I was I was just writing what I felt that day. You know. Um, I looped it, you know what I mean? Instantly, I was like, oh, damn, I gotta, I gotta loop this, you know? It just sounds too good, you know? Like, the beginning was just too crazy, so I was like, all right, loop this, started writing, and just took off from there, you know? I, I just, I, I, I showed it to a couple people, and they were like, oh, you know, you, you gotta probably change the beat, you gotta slow it down, you gotta speed it up, so I just kept experimenting, you know, experimenting with it, so... 
I want to say it, it took me like about two weeks, you know what I mean, until I finally made my, you know what I mean, my, my decision. And I was like, all right, if I record this and people don't like it, they're probably going to unfollow me, <laughs> you know? And um, that was the first thing that came to mind, you know? Um, I, I don't know, I, I kind of, I was... I was kind of hesitant with a few yeah, videos, yeah. you know, and like like anybody else would, you know, and like every, every time I put out a video, I always have like that idea in the back of my mind, like, oh, you know, like what if people start, you know, talking about the B in the bag, like, oh, you know, like that one's already overused, you know what I mean? Like how people always rap about that, uh, rap over that black Superman beat. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Please, please stop. You guys, stop, stop. Stop to that, please. <laughs> please. That one, back to the hotel, you know what I mean? Like, like all these other beats, you know what I mean? Like those are the beats that I want to avoid, you know what I mean? Like that's Thank what you. they expect, you know what I mean? That's what they expect. Exactly. Or more bounce. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, let's be just just be real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. So, yeah. it, you know, I asked this one guy on here. Mm -hmm. And and he didn't know, but he gave it his best shot. I asked him what is Chicano rap and here's what he said. I don't know. Chicano's rapping to Oldies and and Roger and rap. <laughs> and that's what he said. But that was his best answer. Like, and I'm, yeah. I couldn't blame him because he was a lion. You know, where's the lion that? Yeah. But now, the reason why I was attracted to your music was because your choice of beats. Yeah. You know, you know what it was? It was different. Exactly. And I know for for even for a uh, for a moment, you said you were a little like iffy about it. You weren't sure, mm. but you could be on the brink of disaster, on the brink of making history. Exactly. I. I always gambled when it came to my music, you know, and, um, I guess, I guess what's, that's what really got with the people's attention, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, I, I rapped on a, um, on a loop, um, that I made, it was, um, um, I think it was by Layside or Wayside, something like that. It's like a funk song. Mm -hmm. And, um, Lakeside, Wayside is the jail. Lakeside, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I forgot what it, what it was called, but it was somewhere in the middle, you know, like the extended version. Um, I rapped on it, and even my older homies, they were like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> they were like, "Damn, you could rap," <laughs> you know. Don't that was like it. when I was first starting, you know. And um, um, there that's what you know caught everybody's attention. I feel that they were like, um, "All right, if he's rapping on funk beats, then there's something coming," you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just something bound on you know like just drop from the sky so to say you know yeah. but i just kept hitting it with hitting, hitting everybody with different beats you know what i mean that's what that's what got people's attention i feel like you know what i mean and i guess my arsenal if you want to call it of lyrics yeah. you know what i mean it'll be sort of up to par up to the beat that i was choosing you know what i mean that's what that's what kind of set uh um the level for me, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like when it came to music. When it came to that um, Stevie Wonder beat, would you say that that was probably your most, um, I don't want to, for lack of better words, more like the most daring or the, or the most oddest beat you had rapped no, to? No, no, of course not. You okay. know, um, the most daring one, <laughs> the most daring one, I actually did put it out, but I took it down, you know, because they were part of like the gang videos that my, my probation officer made me take down. Um, it was, um, it was the Kid Frost beat. La Rosa. Yeah. Okay. I, I filmed it in my neighborhood and you know, like I was walking along like some block letters that I blasted up 
And I was just going off on it, you know what I mean? Like right. everybody was like, "What the fuck?" That shit was hard, you know what I mean? Like right. a lot of people liked it, you know what I mean? Like I think some people hated it. I don't know, you know. Nobody told me nothing, but I that was the only one that I was like, "Damn," you know. People are probably gonna be like, you know, like, right. "Damn," you know. But that was the most daring one, you know what I mean? Because there was just certain things that I was just, you know, like. It was my my most gang banging one, you know what I mean? Like right. that was the one that was the most daring. Because let me of that. let me share something with you about that, and maybe this will help you. Maybe it won't, but maybe it's just good conversation. Uh, there's a group out of here that were called the Outlaws at first. This is '90s uh, Chicano rap. Uh, well, they never referred to themselves as Chicano rap, but this is what they threw them under. Okay, and then they changed the name to Lawless. Okay, they have a song called The Enemy. Hmm. Now. They came to my house, two dudes from the neighborhood, and uh, they came to my house and they said, hey, you know what, we got this song called The Enemy, we want you to remake it. We just sampled it, we want you to replay it. I mean, I know exactly what piano they use. They, they use the 88 key Fender Rose piano. I, I, I knew it, I knew I could I, knew I could remake it, I knew I could, you know, do a dope version of it. Mm. But they were fucking banging hard on that motherfucker. I mean, they were dissing every neighborhood around us, like <laughs> every fucking neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. So here's what I said. I said, you can clean up these lyrics or you can leave it the way it is, but you'll never be able to perform. And they said this, well, what do you mean? Because, <laughs> you know, if you perform, let's just say at the Coliseum at a car show, yeah. these motherfuckers are going to come looking for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and they thought about it and they were like, yeah, you're right. You, you know, and that's after a long talk. They didn't say, yeah, you're right. That's, yeah, the, yeah. that's the short version. Yeah. We recorded it and it came out and it was still a cool, cool song, you know, but uh, the original obviously is dope because it's all some gangbanging shit. But yeah, yeah. do you, you did that song. Say you would have put it out and it's all out. Mm. You always take a chance on repercussions, going somewhere, performing, yeah. and those neighborhoods or whoever you might have this yeah. shows up. Yeah, You know, that is one thing that I always encourage a lot of young chicano rappers to stray away from but they tell me i'm active i'm from the hood you know this is my shit and i believe me i get that yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I i get that and i understand that and i got love for these guys but i always tell them look bro you don't want your show to end with gunshots yeah because yeah. it will yeah it you will know? and i'm actually pretty lucky in a sense because my probation officer made me take it down you know yeah he was the one that told me oh you know like you got to take all that shit down you know what i mean or else you're going to jail you know right and well i took it down and it actually helped me grow you know what i mean because yeah. people weren't just like oh you know what i mean he's just gonna rap about his hood you know what i mean that's all i'm hearing and in my earliest videos that's all i was saying in a sense you know what i mean like i'll throw in my neighborhood one way or another in one song you know and um uh but it'll be like a story almost. It'll be it'll be poetry, but my hood is gonna be in it. You know what I mean? Right. Like one way or another. Of you know. Of course. So once they made me take that down, that's when I feel like I really started growing. You know what I mean? I feel like that's what uh, gave me that that luck. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Because you don't really see that amongst other people. You're not really seeing um people be like, oh, you know, let me let me be careful because they're gonna get me. Well, I mean, I don't care. But it's the fact that while I, don't, I might not care, but I will be not caring in jail, you know what I mean? While they violate me, you know? Right. So instead of violating me, they gave me an opportunity and that opportunity turned into this. So that's why I feel like I got lucky.
Yeah, a- a- absolutely, man. And that's a good thing. You know what? Um, here's what I think. Again, what I think is a problem with a lot of Chicano rappers that are still active on the streets is this. Mm-hmm. And I interviewed them here, man. And um, I wanted to manage, and I don't manage. I don't, I don't even have a record label. All I have is this podcast, and I direct. That's all I want to do, okay? But there was a couple of guys that came in here, and I was interested in like, okay, you know, I can manage these guys. I know a lot of people in the industry still mm-hmm. that I can call that are still in Hollywood and on in record labels or know some of the biggest, uh, um, if you will, um, concert promoters nationwide that I can call. I got a hot one. Here's the thing, though. I asked this one individual here. I said, hey, listen, um, I know you're still active. I know you still do your thing. Okay. Say that I put a, a tour together for you, you know, and you have to travel up north. So I asked him, I said, could you do it? Oh, no, hell no, hell no. <laughs> so here's what I said. Look, bro, even though I was with High C and him being a black man, we were all young, early 20s. You know where I made my most money at, believe it or not, was all up north. Did I see a lot of Norteños out there? Of course. Of course. But you know what? That's where my money was. You know? And back then, I don't know if things have changed now. I know some neighborhoods changed, but back then we all were blue for Sureño. There I was up there, and that was the first time coming in contact <laughs> with all red. Yeah. You know? <laughs> the only thing that I knew were red out here was bloods. But yeah. when I saw them out there, all being raza, I was like, oh shit. You know, this is it. Yeah. But I guess, in a sense, that's what taught me kind of what your probation officer taught you. Like, you know, maybe I do have to change a little bit to be lucky and fortunate to be making a living in this music thing, you know? And I did. And I did. It doesn't mean that, you know, uh, I changed, I guess, my ways. But you know what? I didn't feel like I could not talk to those guys because, uh, you know, I got caught up in a Taco Bell by myself and it was like 10 or 15 dudes and then I was by myself. And what saved me, believe it or not, was just having some concert tickets. <laughs> Here you guys go. And, and they went. But uh, <laughs> see, and, and that's the thing when a lot of dudes are active today in this music industry, they can't go anywhere anymore because they just feel, I can't go over there. That's the enemy. Yeah, yeah. But that's money right there. You know, then they say, well, but that's my life. There has to be, you know what I'm saying? Some decision makings. I don't know. Have you thought about that? Obviously, you did when your probation officer told you. Yeah, you know. I, I, I kind of, I kind of rebelled against it, you know. Um, but I don't know. It, it took it took a lot of counseling, almost in a sense, um, to really, you know. My mom had to coach me into it. She was like, "Oh, you know, well, I mean, what do you really want? I mean, do you want to go in jail or do you want to, you know?" see you know like people come see you you know and that's what i mean i don't know that's that's unless it was what she told me you right, know, right, but right. <clears throat> she she told me she told me well if i'm gonna throw my life away well i gotta make sure i gotta make sure i do the right thing you know what i mean um yeah as in for the right reason yeah. you know what i mean because if you're gonna pick up a sword, you gotta make sure why you're doing it. You know what I mean? You're gonna know you're gonna fall victim to it one day or another, but. Yeah, yeah. You live by the sword. You die by it. You die by it, so yeah. So me, I like breathing. Yeah. So I had to change my ways. Exactly. So, but you know what? And you did the same thing because now we're sitting here, we're talking about your music, we're talking about your future. Uh, what can people expect if you're allowed to talk about it uh, as far as 2021 for Mr. D? 
what can they expect musically? Uh, improvement for sure. You know, um, every track is gonna be something different. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, what I'm shooting for is to, you know what I mean? Like I said, improve, you know, like everything has to be better than the last. You know what I mean? That's how I look at it. Of course. You know I mean? Um, I want to say, I want to say, I hope it goes into a direction where I'm sort of learning new things about myself, which is like emotions, you know what I mean? Like ways I can display it to other people, you know what I mean? Like that's that's something I want to aim for, you know what I mean? Because at the moment I feel like I'm not that good, you know what I mean? Uh, some people tell me, oh, well, you don't really got to worry about it, just write. Well, I mean, it's like I said, if, if I want something that has longevity, it has to have a longevity subject, you know what I mean? Yeah. And a longevity, you know what I mean? It's gotta have meaning and passion exactly. behind it. Exactly, yeah. and I can't just bust out meaning and passion within every day, you know what I mean? Or just every hour, you know what I mean? Right. It's, it's it's not as easy, you know what I mean? So, I mean, people are gonna be like, all right, yeah, you know, you kind of take forever, you know what I mean? But, you know, I mean, I like to look at it as you can't really rush perfectness or rush greatness, you know what I mean, or whatever, you know what I mean? But You, you can't. You, yeah. you, you can't. A lot of people don't know that back in the day, sometimes some guys will finish an album within uh, a month and then release it, believe it or not, maybe six to nine months later. That's just the way the timing was everything. We're yeah. not going to release it just yet. Yeah. These, too, these too many albums are dropping. They're too hot. Yeah. You know, let's just wait. Other times, some people will say, you know, it'll take me a whole year. Yeah. But here's the thing that album is gonna last forever. Yeah. It's gonna last forever. For sure. It took Dr. Dre, his own words to me, to make the first Chronic album one year. And I asked him, why did it take you so long? And he said, I, I had to make sure it was gonna be a hit, not a miss. And we're still talking about that 30 years later. Yeah. You know? So make sure that whatever you put out, it's not gonna be mediocre. Take your time, because music will always be here, bro. Yeah. Take your time, you're young enough, you know what, the future is yours, sky's the limit. Whatever we could do for you here, we, we, we want to. I know we talked on the phone one time about doing a track together. I just want you to consider it, you know. Uh, I'm not here to try to make money off of you, and I repeated that. I said that to you on the phone, and I'll say it to you live here. I'm not here to make money off of you. But if I can help you, give you that sound, that old school sound, you know, then I want to be one of those that helps uh, push it to that next level, and you don't owe me anything. Maybe one day you buy me dinner, <laughs> a hamburger special. So, but, uh, and you already know what we talked about and who I would want on there. Yeah. So, and we don't have to tell nobody. So, but other than that, so, uh, new music 2021, um, and uh, eventually it'll be on all platforms, you yeah, know, yeah. your YouTube or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I know your Instagram has been up on there and uh, people can follow you there on Instagram. Do you have any other platforms other than Instagram? Uh, not at the moment. Uh, just YouTube and Instagram. That's it. Have a lot of people hit you up for features? Uh, yeah. Okay. Now, let me ask you this. Maybe you have, and I don't know. Have you appeared in any of them? No. Okay. Now, answer why. Uh, I mean, well, I mean, I have, I've read some close friends ask me, you know what I mean? Like that rap, you know what I mean? Um, they told me, but I don't know. I mean, I want to give them an answer for them specifically. I'm not sure, but for everybody else, I'm just, I'm saving 
I'm sort of saving into like to the point where I'm actually worth something and I can charge him something. You know what I mean? I'm not just gonna throw something and it'll turn something big and then I don't really get much out of it. You know what I mean? That's the thing I worry about. You know what I mean? Because you know maybe I find a good artist and that's pretty hard to find them. You know, but if I do and I want a feature, it kind of just. I don't know, it just kind of, it, it gets difficult, you know what I mean? Like, maybe we could work things out, you know what I mean, to pay it off, whatever, and say we do put it out. Well, somebody's going to be making more money than the other one, you know what I mean? And then right. that turns ugly, you know what right. I mean? It, it's always about the future, you know what I mean? Like, that's the thing, you know, you always got to think about, you know, like, the three steps that are ahead of you, you know what I mean, instead of the ones that you just took, Right. you know? Okay, you know what, and I'm going to tell you something, um, it's... I'm glad you said that because today we have so many albums or EPs out that it's more like a compilation. Exactly. Because say I was a rapper and I tell you, man, I got this guy, I got this guy, I got this guy on a verse, I got this guy on a verse. Yeah. And then that was not even my album. <laughs> and what happens is with a lot of young talent like yourself, a lot of guys will shoot you, you know, 50, 60 bucks for a verse. And you're on everybody else's song. And believe it or not, you played yourself out before you actually even made it in the industry. Yeah. Don't do that. Exactly. Yeah. Let me encourage a lot of you guys out there, especially a lot of you Chicanos out there. Don't do that. Here's my thing. You've made your noise by yourself. By yourself. That tells me right that you could do an EP, you could do an album by yourself, and that motherfucker still bang. Okay. That's what I am. I'm, I'm aiming for that. You know, yes. I want to do it solo, you know, because that's what people want to hear. You know what I mean? They don't want to hear someone else. You know what I mean? Right. And they haven't even heard a song from me yet. Right. So I don't plan on doing anything like that yet. Right. You know what I mean? Because I want to produce something which is a song first with just me on it. You know what I mean? Because right. that's that's what I'm lacking at the moment. You know? You mentioned like guys like Run DMC. You yeah. mentioned people like Houdini. Mm -hmm. You know, you mentioned a lot of old school artists. I challenge you guys on their first albums. How many of those old school artists had uh, features, like people rapping on their shit? None of them. Uh, yeah. They made noise on themselves. I would like to try to bring music back to that, where I don't need to uh, uh, ride off of somebody's coattail. Yeah. Like yeah. man, if I could just get so and so on my record, <laughs> you know, if yeah. I could just get too short, <laughs> oh, if, too if short. I if I could just get Snoop, I'll blow up. Yeah, yeah. And that's how a lot of guys think. <laughs> yeah. My thing is that if if you can't pull your own weight. And, and believe me, I'm not trying to discourage anyone, but maybe you shouldn't be rapping. Exactly. Honestly, maybe you shouldn't be rapping. It's just like bodybuilding in a sense. You know what I mean? Well, instead of like physically doing it with your body, you're just doing it with your mind. You yeah. know what I mean? That's how I see it too. Or a lot of guys get that shit sh shot up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what? You earn you earn your body. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. For those of you that work out, uh, summer bodies are made in the winter. So that's why you got to get your workout <laughs> on right now. Yeah. So. But yeah, man, other than that, let me encourage a lot of you youngsters, females and males, you know what? And um, try releasing an album that has no features. I Honestly, I want to challenge you guys. Try releasing an album with no features. And let's see how far that takes you. Because your talent should be able to carry you. I always tell people, if you're going to dream, dream big. Yeah. But make sure that if you're going to dream, have some talent to back up that dream. Exactly. And because anybody can dream, you know, I could say I want to be an astronaut, but maybe I'm not good at school. Maybe yeah. I'm not good at math. Maybe I'm not good at, you know what yeah. I'm saying? I got to be real with myself. So maybe I ought to just get a job at Subway. So. 
Yeah. I'm just being sarcastic, bro. But now, other than that, we got some things we got to promote, right? Oh, yeah. Okay, go ahead. Fucking, <laughs> damn, my bad. I zoned out for a second. But, so th- I want to give a shout out to the homies from Roots and Buds real quick. Uh, just a couple of people that sponsored me. And- let me see one. Let me see one real quick. Uh, Roots and Buds. And they got an Instagram, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Roots and Buds. And um, let me see. Yeah, Roots and Buds, B-U-D-Z, and it is uh, rootsandbuds.com, and also they have their own Instagram, so, and now what's in, what's in this little magic box? It's a pre-roll. Okay, it's a pre-roll? Yeah. Is it any good? Hell yeah, it is, <laughs> it is, it is. I smoke like two of them right now. Hell yeah, I saw you. <laughs> <laughs> and this right here, this is, this is owned by the homies right here. Okay. This is from the neighborhood right here. Okay. Oh, we can see it, bam. And what's this bam. called? Splash Essentials. Flash of sin. Oh yeah, this is banana Kush. So what is it? If you rub Listen. it on, do you get high or what is it? Nah, <laughs> I wish, I wish, just wish. But different, honestly, different flavors, huh? Yeah, different flavors oh, and different scents. Hell yeah. But this pretty much right here works like magic. I For swear real? to God. Yeah, it do. Okay. I have one of these right here. This container right here. Okay. What's that? This is is that a mazapan? Yeah. No, right no. Here. Damn. Okay, let me, let me see. That's a, that's a muscle rub. So if yeah. you have muscles, you rub it on your muscles. <laughs> and remember, muscle shirts are only for guys that have muscles. So anyways. <laughs> so, so so you can buy that where? Uh, you could get it um, from the homie's Instagram. Um, it's going to be, it's the same name right here. The same name on the Instagram. Splash Essentials. Splash Essentials on Instagram. Once again, Splash Essentials. I'm gonna throw, throw some of this on tonight. So. It works like magic. I'm telling you. I swear to God. For real? It's it's great. Does it give you that sexy glow? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I put that on and I was like, damn. I felt I felt like I was I don't know like I was shot or something. I was like, you know, I'm morphine. I was like, damn, this is this is working real good. You know, it's just I don't know. I really caught it like magic in a bottle. You know what I mean? That's like I told the homie. You know what I mean? Like that's a dope name. For real? Huh? Yeah, magic in a bottle. <laughs> See, this is like magic in a bottle. After drinking this, you want to fight the whole neighborhood. <laughs> anything I didn't ask you, anything you want to promote, um, anything you want to say, anybody you want to diss, I'm only playing. But, <laughs> uh, nah, I mean, covered everything. I mean, it's like I said, you know what I mean? Just want to... I want to give everything, you know what I mean, in, in my music, you know, and um, aside from that, um, just want to thank everybody, you know what I mean, uh, for supporting me, you know, I appreciate everybody, you know what I mean, I want to thank the opportunities that I'm given, you know what I mean, yeah. even though I don't take all of them, you know what I mean, I'm just thankful for even being offered, you know what I mean, um, and for the ones that I do take, you know what I mean, it's just, you know what I mean, they speak for themselves, you know what yeah, I mean, the yeah. way that I, that I handle them, you know what I mean, the way that I... The way I present myself, pretty much. Very important. Exactly. Very important. You know, hope I can remember all three of them. But here's what I say. Approach is everything. You never get a second chance to make a first impression. And the third one is, oh my goodness. See, I told you I couldn't remember the third one. But yeah, you never get a second chance to make a first impression. Uh, oh, you only go as far as your attitude. Yeah. You only go as far as your attitude. You could be yeah. super dope, but... If I could put it frankly, if you're a fucking asshole, people are not going to want you around. Yeah, yeah. And most people think that's what people want. You know what I mean? Right. But 
Damn. It's not like that, man. Yeah. It's not like that at all. <laughs> you know, um, believe me. So, you know what? Take that into consideration. Approaches everything. You don't get a second chance to make a first impression. And uh, um, you only go as far as your attitude. And those are things that I live by, things that I applied to myself. Because, you know, when I was younger, I wasn't always the nicest person. Mm. You know, I was a person that was always full of anger. Uh, a person that was a fucking asshole. Yeah. And then I understood why people didn't want me around. So I had to change my ways. I had to check myself. You yeah. know, I had to work on me. And then when I came back, I was a whole new other person. Honestly, only because, and I give credit to God, I had to spend time in the scriptures reading and allowing God to shape and mold me to be the person that he wants me to be. And that's why I truly believe that I've been blessed to be a blessing. So I want to bless others. I want to bless you. Uh, I, like I said, I'm not in this to, to get rich, you know. Nobody's gonna get rich off of a podcast. Nobody's gonna get rich off of a documentary. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So, uh, um, if I can help, that's all I want to do. So, other than that, uh, one last question, because I see nothing but positive comments, positive remarks when it comes to you. Ha do you ever receive on your page or on your YouTube page hate? Uh. Well, yeah, of course, you know, and like, just like everybody else, like, that's one thing I wanted to tell everybody, you know what I mean? Like, that's watching this, at least. I'm just like everybody else, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, my, I might get a lot of positive things, but there's a lot of things people don't see that I do see, which is the negative side, you know what I mean? Right. Which will be, you know what I mean? Like, some people would just be talking shit about, you know what I mean? Like, the obvious, you know what I mean? Like, that I'm a southerner. You know what I mean? That's the first one that comes to mind, you know what okay. I mean? Like, when it comes to talking shit, you know what I mean? It's like, but some people from North, from up north, they did show love, and that's what trips me out. You know what I mean? Like, and I did ask like one or two of them, like, hey, you know, like, you're really from the north, and they were like, yeah, fool, like, you know, and they started showing me like fucking, you know what I mean? Like, their fucking their hood photos, you know right. what I mean? And I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, that's crazy. You know, they're like, yeah, fool, you know, like, I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? Like, you're dropping some real shit on on a beat. You know what I mean? Like. You know what I mean? Like, I don't really give a fuck. You know what I mean? As long as you're saying some real, some right. real things on a beat that sounds real tight. Right. That's all that matters. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't really matter where I'm coming from. You know what I mean? Or what my views on like a certain person will be. You know what I mean? As long as I'm doing something that they like, they'll support me one way or another. You right. know what I mean? Right. But I do definitely get some hate sometimes. You know what I mean? Um uh just you know aside from that they'll just be talking shit you know what i mean like uh from me just still being you know what i mean like some right. 90s you know what i mean like right. some 90s poster child you know what i mean like that's pretty much it you know aside yeah. from that nobody really comes at my lyrics or nothing you know uh, i want our people when i say our people are rasa to look at this okay we look at uh we look at biggie it's funny how biggie being a black man from the east coast okay mm -hmm. um you notice that we never say, ah, we don't like that fool. He's from the East. Yeah. We don't say that. We like his shit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. You, we look at groups like, or, or rappers and groups like Spice One, Tupac, Digital Underground, Too Short, E40. They're from up North. Yeah. They're black, but we listen to them. Yeah. But as soon as a Chicano from up North starts rapping, you know what we say? Hell no. Nah, hell no. We kind of just that shit. Yeah. But we have no problem listening to the other. And I always think to myself, why is that? I mean, the the obvious, you know, yeah. the, the politics, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I mean, 
personally i've heard a couple songs from from northerners and they're not bad you know what i mean like some some of them are pretty tight you know what i mean but some of them you know what i mean it is what it is you know what i mean but the ones that you know what i mean like the ones that i came across of they weren't on that gangbang shit you know what i mean it was the dude was from you know right. he was a northerner but he wasn't rapping about it maybe he wasn't rapping about it it was more like um damn what do you call it like it was like what i was doing you know what i mean but it was on their side right you know right. what i mean it was uh some dude named tony b you know what i mean like that dude he was pretty, pretty tight you know what i mean like right, right. you know what i mean like dude writes poetry type stuff you know what i mean and that's what i like you know what i mean i like music you know what i mean like when it comes to music i look past everything i pay attention all right if if they're talking shit, then they're talking it right. but if they're actually rapping or whatever doing their thing then i'm gonna take a listen to it you know what i mean because right, right. That's how I am, you know what I mean? Right, I, right. You know? Say a promoter tells you, hey man, I got you uh, a tour. Mm. You're gonna make, hypothetically, you're gonna make $100,000 on this tour. Yeah. You're gonna do, you know, 30 shows. Mm. You're gonna you're gonna earn this much money. But we're gonna start up north and we're gonna be up there for two weeks. And you're gonna do six shows up there. Mm. Would you go? Yeah. Okay. That's it, I don't need to ask you anything else. Most people have said no. Nah, I'm I'm personally I'll go because the people want me to go. You know what I mean? Yes. I don't I mean I don't really care if something happens along the way there, it it was probably my fault. Because most people there are gonna expect a reaction from me. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if I react upon whatever they're doing, then that's gonna be my result. You know what I mean? Like I'm gonna be on the paper, you know what I mean, or I'm gonna be on the news, whatever, you know, but the thing is, is that if people request me somewhere, then I have to go, you know what I mean? Regardless of it, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm not gonna turn into a shadow just because a couple, like what, like 30, 40, 50, 60, 80 people don't like me. Comparing to the thousands that are probably gonna be there or support me, that's different, you right, know what I mean? Right. Like, you can't, you can't fight, you can't try to fight it like that, you know what I mean? Right, like, right. that's, that's, to me personally, that's just, not really looking out for the supporters you know what i mean you know who's you gonna know? be your biggest supporter my family number one number two girls definitely because yeah, i know they're already on it <laughs> i know sure. they're already on it okay <laughs> so you ain't even got to tell me homeboy no i know oh. I, I met a couple right there in san diego they came from linwood you know oh yeah i'm gonna give a shout out to them and thank you for that um they came out of nowhere you know they told me they were like hey what's up you know like came from Linwood, you know, to see you perform, man. I was like, what the fuck, bro? That's what's up, you know? And, um, you know, I just kept chopping it up with them, you know, and fucking, it, it, it just it just kept dwelling on my mind, you know? And like, people travel sort of a far distance, you know what I mean? That's the farthest that I know someone came from me, but when it came to that, like, I just couldn't believe it, you know? It was just, people actually support me you know that's what throws me off every single time you know like it, it's a humbling experience and i'm gonna tell yeah. you why i was in philadelphia 1992 and i'm walking downtown philadelphia i love yeah. philly bro i've been going to philly for years and um i'm walking downtown you know my album just dropped maybe a couple of months prior and i see a guy say, hey what's up tony yeah like what the fuck like honestly, I almost want to say, how the fuck you know me? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I was like, what the fuck? And then I'm in Louisiana. I'm in. I went to Baton Rouge, and then New Roads, Louisiana, and we were out there for about a uh, about a week, uh, chilling at uh, 
uh, LSU. Yeah. You know, we were just out on the out and about. Yeah. And I'm in a van in the middle of fucking nowhere in a fucking dirt road. And I'm just sitting there, chilling right here, waiting for my manager to take a piss at this gas station. Yeah. And, uh, you know, a black couple passes by. Oh, shit, that was Tony A in there. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, it just tripped me out. <laughs> yeah. Like, it tripped me out. We had no social media. That's no crazy. social media. So today, social media is powerful, man. It's a good thing. And you're using it yeah. right. It's, it's crazy because I actually had a similar experience to that. I was in traffic, you know what I mean? Um, me, I, I like I like playing my music loud, so hell yeah, me too. You know, like I, I I get all the attention, you know. Except this time, I noticed that there was a couple right beside me, and they, they looked at me on like they took they looked to the left, you know. And then they they they're like they just started like they're tripping out. They're like, what the fuck, you know? They're, they started pulling out their phone, you know what I mean? And I seen their like it was kind of like like nighttime. I was on Reseda, and um. I just see their face glow up, like, you know, from their screen. And they just kept looking up and down. I'm like, what the fuck? So I had to take the light. You know, I never really asked them, but, you know, um, it, it was just it was just a trip. You know, and, um, another person that pulled up on me out of nowhere, too, you know, he was like, hey, you know, you're Mr. D. You know, like, keep doing your shit. And he just kept giving me props out of nowhere, you know, just a random dude, like, you know, like in the middle, out of, out of nowhere, you know, like. Yeah in the middle of the city you know just like damn like it's crazy you know i can't really go anywhere because people look at me and they're like damn is it is it him you know what i mean right. like i mean i could go certain places but you know certain places where i really already touched down on they recognize me in an instant imagine when you drop music on all platforms or imagine when you drop more videos yeah you know what i'm saying it's a good thing but at the same time here's the bad thing that and, and it's not necessarily a bad thing. I, let me rephrase that. I could be at a restaurant eating, and because uh, I'm in people's homes three times out of the week, I do this on Wednesdays, and I do Freaky Tales, which is the paranormal podcast, on Fridays, mm -hmm. and then I come back Sundays. So now I'm in people's homes three times a week. Okay, mm -hmm. we average at least a thousand people, you know, viewing when we're here. We probably have at least between a thousand and fifteen hundred people watching right now. So when people are look, looking at me while I'm having dinner at a restaurant or somewhere, I don't know if they're looking at me because they recognize me or because they just don't fucking like me. Yeah. That's the bad part. Yeah. You know, <laughs> until people come up to me and say, hey, man, can I get a picture with you? I was like, okay, cool. I'm glad. You know, fuck it. Let's yeah. get a picture. You know? Yeah. I get, the, I get the same idea every time I get someone looking at me too. You know, um, they they kind of give me that look like they know me from somewhere and then, yeah. and most of the time they don't most of the time some people just they're looking for trouble you know because i'm looking for trouble too you know <laughs> so you know but right 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 for the most part most people do give me that look and they're just like you know like what the fuck are you you know type look you know but you know like i i, I kind of i kind of i feel like i have a i don't know if it's a good or bad thing but I was told, supposedly, I don't know that I have a, a a thousand yard stare. So when I would when I would just be staring at someone, they would take it like in a certain way too. I got in multiple fights, you know, like with like other people just for just for looking at them too, you know. And like, don't right. get me wrong, you know, that's that's an obvious sign, you know. Like, um, I want some trouble, you know. But I mean, don't get me wrong, I. I love the adrenaline, you know what I mean? Of when course. I get into that, you know, it's just... 
Of course. It's just, I don't know, man. So, I want to control myself, but I can't. I Hey, 52 years old, <laughs> my son tells me, Dad, you know, slow down. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I'm too old for that shit, but uh, I don't think it ever goes away, man. Especially yeah. since I live in my neighborhood that I still, I grew up in. Yeah. This is my neighborhood. Like I walk the streets when I can, if I don't want to make breakfast, I'll walk the street by my damn self. Yeah. People honking, man, hey, what's up, man? Yeah, but everybody, nice. dude, it's even tough. like older couples are like, they're like in their seventies. They recognize me. No lie. Oh yeah. Tu eres Antonio, verdad? And I go, yeah. And goes, tu eres el YouTuber, verdad? Si te mire el otro día. And I was like, yeah, that's me. And I'll sit down and have breakfast with them. You know, but it's a beautiful thing, man. It is. It's a it beautiful is. thing, and it's more of a beautiful thing when you're a humble man, and you can sit down with a, a person that you don't know. You can yeah. break bread with them. Yeah. You can talk to them. Yeah. And those are the people that won't even care about you, but they'll support you. Yeah. I met I met a couple of people like that too. Um, I actually gave them my phone number, you know, to keep in touch with me and stuff. You know, like I don't reply to a lot of people. You know what I mean? You but, don't reply to me. No, I, I know, I know. I, <laughs> but you know what? But you know what's so dope about you? Okay, like, I'm gonna put this guy on blast real fast. I text him and text him and text him and nada, but I call him and you answer every time. That's the crazy part. He he's an old soul, okay? Because the new generation will text, 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 won't want to talk. Yeah. He don't text. But he'll talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. That's dope. Uh, I like that. I've always been like that. Uh, my mom, my dad, they've always been like that. So I've always developed that habit. You know, and like most most of my friends, you know, they tell me like, oh, like, just shoot me a text and why are you calling me? You know, and I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, aren't you my friend? <laughs> you know, like <laughs> you know? <laughs> So call him, don't text him. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean but it's just like nah you know like I don't like texting because you don't even know what I mean you know what I mean it's just like sometimes some people, you can get lost in translation yeah right? it's just like like sometimes I, I get into arguments you know like because I thought that's what they meant yeah it's just like what the fuck like like they'll just be like all right then like you know for sure I will get day and I'll be like what the fuck does that mean you know like like, like are you mad at me are you yeah, trying to say like get lost yeah. fuck it, have a good day then, homie. yeah what the fuck if you leave an exclamation mark are you yelling at me <laughs> If you answer in all caps, why are you trying to get crazy? <laughs> for you know? real, for real. So, yeah. So, <laughs> it, believe me, it, it, I think it's dope. Uh, I like it that you actually answer. Every time I called, you answered, hey, what's up, Tony? And I'm like, shit. You know, all right, cool. I just texted you, <laughs> you know? But all good, man. All good. I like this conversation. Um, one thing I want you to promise me, that this won't be your last time you come here. No, yeah, most definitely it won't. Okay, okay. So uh, I definitely would like to allow you not to give me no answer, but I'm asking. I want to do a song with you. We'll leave it at that. Uh, you already know my ideas. We shot our ideas to, uh, already, and uh, we'll go from there. I don't rap, so I just produce. So you know what I'm saying. So other than that, um, shit, there was something I was gonna ask. Pero too much tequila. Um, when's your birthday? If you don't mind me asking. It's on 6-13-2000. March 28th, 68. Sure. I'm about to be 53 years old. So Damn. And you know what? I love fucking working out still, bro. For real? I love fucking working out, dude. You know what? I, I used to fight. I, I I used to box and everything. Um, But I let all that go. You know, once I started picking up raps, you know, starting, you know, getting uh -huh. deep into the streets. But... 
I used to box. So I used to do Muay Thai. Hey, trip out. There is um, there's a couple of people from my gym who recognized me too, cause Fools Gone Wild had posted me, and like I was rapping in my neighborhood, and that's the on the funk beat, and my uh my gym partner like hit, hit, wrote in the comments. He he burned me out though. He was like, right, he, right. like he, he was like this dude used to come in my gym with long socks. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a Muay Thai gym, you know what I mean? So, Sock check, boom. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he was just fucking clowning, you know what I mean? Um, but I was the homie, you know. I went over there, like I, I, I hit him up right there at the gym, and you know? I was like, oh, "What's up?" You know what I mean? Like I reconnected with them, you know. It, it's crazy because that's like you said, you know, social media is a crazy platform, you know, because you connect with certain people that you thought you wouldn't see again, you know what I right, mean? Right. And then like eyes will get set on you that you thought wouldn't be, you know, right. viewed again, you know? Right. It's crazy. Well, you know, one, well, let me ask you this, and I'm glad you practice, you know, boxing and Muay Thai because, fuck, one day you never know, you're gonna have to fucking use it. Yeah, exactly. You know? And that's one thing, I stay active. I love working out, man. Because there's times where I get fucking frustrated, I get fucking mad, and I get on the fucking bench press, incline, decline, you know, flat bench, and I'll start fucking pounding out, you know? Yeah, yeah. I love that shit, dude. You know, I love working out. And I encourage everybody to work out. Because, um, look at the average street dude, sad to say, the average street dude probably got, at best, five punches before he runs out of breath. Yeah. If you can weather his five punches, you're gonna have a motherfucker. <sighs> yeah. Then all you gotta do is sock him in his gut and he'll throw up all that man noodle yeah. that he ate that morning. So <laughs> it's, it's that easy. And they always yeah. swing with the right hand. Their their left hand is useless. <laughs> yeah. Unless you meet a guy that, that knows how to box, now you're in fucking trouble. Yeah. You know, so speaking of boxing, uh, uh, did you watch the last Canelo fight? Uh, I actually didn't. I actually saw the highlights. You know, I got there too late. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that guy was terrible. The guy that he fought, I don't take nothing away from Canelo. I think Canelo's great. Yeah. But that guy, I think, like, threw, like, Orlando, like, seven punches in, like, three or four rounds. Like, Fuck. fucking sorry-ass Turkish dude. Oh, yeah, you know man. what I'm saying? And not that he's from Turkey that he's sorry, but, oh, fuck. Like, yeah. seriously, dude? Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, at least man. go balls out. Yeah. If you know that guy's better than you. Might as well go down like a, you know? Exactly. Like Might as well just swing at the, suck him in the balls and yeah. take, take a point off. At least you, you weaken that motherfucker. For you real, know what I'm saying? For real. Shit. <laughs> they just don't think about it like that. That's the thing, you know? They want to yeah. play safe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. We got a couple more minutes and then we're out of here. I know people got to go to work, but uh, first of all, I want to thank you once again for coming through and, uh, you know, Chilling with me, talking talking music with me. If anything, I love fucking talking music, bro. I love talking music, and that's why I think this podcast uh, has been a blessing to me, and it's been a blessing to others. Uh, yesterday, we hit we hit thirty k subscribers. We've been here less than a year and six months, and uh, this podcast will not be possible without the people watching. And they're the ones that subscribe. They're the ones that like. They're the ones that comment, and they're also the ones that dislike. But it's okay. You know what I'm saying? They're here watching. And um, they're here to support you. You know, so once again, your Instagram has been up. Um, so we got all the, the lotions and then we got the joints that everybody can buy. Yeah. So if you didn't hear it, rewind the tape and you can uh, listen to it. And um, other than that, um, let me ask you an old school question before we head on out of here. 
um, between bomb, bomb by honor, or is it called blood in, blood out? Yeah, blood in, blood out, bomb yeah. by honor, whatever, because that two names. Yeah. Um, and American Me, which one would you choose? American Me. American Me. Um, did you like that movie, um, Boulevard Nights? Oh, hell yeah. No, yeah. it, was, it was a classic right there. Yeah, yeah. You know? I, I reached out to Danny De La Paz, and hopefully he answers. I want to interview him here. Time, you know? time. Yeah, Chuco. You know, I remember when I was a kid and that movie came out, every neighborhood had a Chuco. <laughs> you know, it's crazy because I grew up my hair, you know, I slicked it back and they're like, damn, pull your Chuco. <laughs> It's like damn. Hey, you never know. You could you could, you could bring sexy back, homie. <laughs> bring, bring sexy back to the neighborhood. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But but you, you know what? You, you're definitely a throwback because I don't know too many dudes today that still wear the Ben Davis the way you wear them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Today, sad to say, they wear hats to the side and skinny jeans. Yeah. You know, so, so skinny you can see the veins in their ass. You know, I don't get it, but oh. yeah. You know? And I like your style, big dog. I've never changed my styles that were Dickie Shorts, that were the Ben Davis or the Wet Pole Club, yeah. Nike Cortez. And uh, I have no problem. You know what I'm saying? I'm good. But dudes think, you know, I, I got to wear a Ferragamo belt. I got to wear Gucci slippers. Mm, I got to uh, wear yeah. Versace shit. Uh, you know what? And walk out of a club empty-handed with no nalgas, you know, because they think they're going to get laid because they're wearing some expensive shit. Yeah. Nah. That don't work. I mean, it... Personally, if, people, if that's what people are going for, I mean, it's all in personality, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, that's the thing, like, people don't like being around someone that thinks materialistic, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, that's the thing. That's how people really think now, you know what I yeah. mean? But Here's how you get a girl. Can I tell you, can I share that with you? Make them laugh. Yeah. Make them laugh. Yeah. Uh, uh, I seen a meme that says, guys that are funny are dangerous. They make you laugh, they make you laugh, and boom, you're naked. Yeah. And we'll leave it at that. <laughs> okay, everybody, have a blessed night. Uh, anything, anything else you want to share? It was cool. Just once again, just thank you for the support and hit up the homies right here. Hit up the homies. You know what I mean, boots and buzz, and the homies right here from the neighborhood. Cannabis they lotions. Yeah, splash uh, essentials, and then get the the joint in the yellow box. Okay. So other than that, um, once again, uh, brother, anything else? Oh, oh yeah uh, I also wanted to give one more shout out To the homeboy Tuffy Little Tuffy At Carlos underscore tats Hit him up for tattoos Did all of my ink in case everybody was you know wondering A lot of people hit me up you know about that too You know about my tattoos you know like who does my work You know what I mean Are they still alive are they in jail you know what I mean Like <laughs> the homies outside you know what I mean um, You know what I mean we're getting our stuff together too You know what I mean just hit him up Carlos underscore tats does all of my work gets down like a motherfucker you know what i mean like you can see you know what i mean gets down you know what i mean that's all i can say you know what i mean the homie's solid as gold you know two last questions and we're out of here okay how old were you when you got your first tattoo oh damn i want to say i i got the three dots you know what i mean um, of course i got them on my hand you know when i was like around like like 14 15 you know what i mean but it wasn't really as solid you know what i mean it wasn't like this one's right, right. here you know but I mean, when I really got my first tattoo, it was my mom's name, you know what I mean? When I was 18, you know what I mean? Um, right. I kind of just, I went with her, you know what I mean? Yeah, when it, it, for my birthday, you know? Yeah. 
And then, bam. Just Whenever moms blessing. come up, bro, I get fucking super emotional because <laughs> I don't have no tattoos. Okay? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't have no tattoos because that was a promise that I made to my mom mm -hmm. that she actually asked me to make to her not to ever get no tattoos. But I will say this, that if I were to ever, ever to get a tattoo, it would be my mother's name across my heart. Yeah. You know, honestly, because my mother was my best friend. And uh, so, yeah. So now my, my second question is, this might be an odd question. Maybe you've never been asked, and maybe you have. Is there any tattoos that you regret getting? Oh, hell no. Nah. None of them. So all of them are all straight? Yeah, all of them are straight. All of them I love to, you know, to the bone. You know what I mean? Till I die, I'll, happy, you know, I'll be happily buried with what I got. You know what I mean? Everything that you see right now that I'll get in the future, I'm, I'm blessed to have on my skin. That's dope, man. That's how I see it. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Live with no regrets. Exactly. Okay, my brother. Listen, you stay blessed. Uh, I want to wish you nothing but the best. Thank you. And you told me here live that this will be not be your last time. So you're always going to have an open door. So uh, other than that, my brother, God bless you. Thank you for coming through. Thank you. And uh, I wish you nothing but the best. Whatever we can do here, we will do here for you here at Rodian Radio. So with that being said, let me give my shout outs to my boy Anthony for uh, running this shit. He's the one that drives this ship. Uh, my boy Alex, Alex Cervantes, Cervantes Enterprise. If your car is fucked up and it needs to be fixed, hit up Alex at 81, if I'm correct, on Instagram. Hit him. If your car is fucked up, like if you're driving a bucket and it's backfiring, hit him up. If you need the oil change, cool. If you need like your spark plugs or whatever. If you need air in your tires, hit up my boy Alex Cervantes, okay, at 81 on Instagram. Uh, let me give a shout out to my boy, uh, my son, be scandalous for helping me promote this. And uh, other than that, if I didn't mention you, it's because you probably didn't deserve to be mentioned. And um, once again, uh, shout out to Mr. D. Mr. D, make wise decisions, my brother. You're, you're about to blow. Okay? You're about to blow. And you don't even have any music out there on all major platforms. That's the dope thing. You got a street buzz and the streets are going to look out for you, my brother. So, Rasa, stand up. Let's throw our brown fist in the air. And that's how we're going to end our night. God bless you guys. See you guys here Wednesday. One last, one last thing, Anthony. Hold on. One last thing. Wednesday, I have a very special guest on FX TV. On FX TV, there's a, I think it's four or five part series, a show called a Hip Hop Undercover. Make sure you guys watch that. I'll tell you why. My boy Rashidi Harper is the director of that series, Hip Hop Undercover. He will be here Wednesday. So the director of Hip Hop Undercover on FX TV will be here Wednesday and he'll give you all the scoop on that. So make sure you guys watch it before you guys get here. We're going to be taking calls. So if you guys want to call and ask him any questions, yo, it's going to be a blessed night. Mr. D, God bless you. God bless you guys. Throw the brown fist up in the air. See you guys soon Wednesday. You got it.